Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Big inhale on that intro there. That was a big one. I'm glad you like that. It's like you've got a shoddy pipe in your hands. Oh, I made her something off of a pineapple. Oh. That's right, Ross. <laughs> Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Brought to you by the dulcet tones of Jack, Ross, Yo. and myself. And we all look worse for wear because it's absolutely hoying it Speak down. Speak for yourself. Up here. What do you I think mean? I look rubbish. I think I look nice and all. I was checking the back of my head. My head sticking out like a platter pussy. Head sticking out like a telephone dryer. Yeah. We're at school. Yeah. <laughs> has your ass gone through the telephone wire? Yeah. Yes, it has, Ross. <laughs> what does that even the mean? Argument here. How's so, your ass go through a telephone wire? Um, Badly, I thought it was hair sticking up like a telephone wire. I don't know. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Hair sticking up like a telephone wire. Oh, Ooh, yeah, there is bum's, an arse bit. Bum's gone through a telephone wire for me up north. Oh. Up north, it's different then. Staggering. Me Matthew, Regional differences me, is what you're here for. Me, me and Matthew down here in the south. <laughs> um, what was I going to say there? You're going to tell us how the hell you're doing, Jack. Oh, thank you, Matthew. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I was going to mention the rain. Yeah. Apparently, it's going to rain on and off for about a week. Get in. Ugh. Ugh. Despite being really... Well, I think it's the coldest city in England... Uh, Newcastle doesn't get that much rain, I don't feel. Coldest city, but the warmest heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Cold, put the coal in coldest. In coldest? No, 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 in coldest. Oh, coldest, <laughs> that's better. Coal dust. He would be crap, wouldn't he? Comes coal out dust. smearing everyone in coal. <laughs> oh, pet, I could murder <laughs> a pint. <laughs> hey, coal dust is brilliant. Wow, that's like a you and Tom thing. It really is. Thanks, How Bob. are you, Matthew? Doing all right. Getting there, brick by brick. What uh, are you building? Me cell. Mm. Oh, I was violently sick on uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Again. I'm still feeling it. Oh, man. I'm just going to have to just eat only things that I make myself. Was it food, do you I'm think? I'm bubble boy. I don't know what it was. It was something that was in me, then was quickly out of me. Was it uh, chicken? No. Oof. Good thing to check, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, still not going back to Tesco's I mean, fridge, would you? fridge chicken. There was, I think I said this before, and there was a really, really nice place on Westgate Road that I used to go get my regular uh, grilled chicken from. And one time, that made me violently sick. This is like during a lockdown. But it was so good. Every time I walked past it, go, well, it was only one time <laughs> it gave me food poisoning. I mean, chances it's are... It's over in a little while. So I'm the opposite, because yeah, you, right. know, you know Kwok Pao, the legendary Chinese um, takeaway on Heaton Road? Of course. It's Cheryl Cole's <laughs> favourite Chinese takeaway. That's apparently. how we all know it. Um, rated, rated rather highly. A, apparently, that, that's Cheryl Cole's favourite one. But I used to live right near there. And um, 
then I was I was ill once, and the last thing I'd eaten was the ribs from the Kwok Pao Chinese takeaway. Uh, and I, even though it wasn't the food that it wasn't food poisoning, I still have never I've never been able to go back to the ribs from there because yeah. I associate it with feeling crap. Well, it's bad ribs that wrestlers talk about. Have <laughs> you ever been poisoned by food? Let us know in the comments down below. <laughs> How are you, Ross? I'm fine. I'm I like fine. your jumper. Thank you. It's from it's the, the, the Spotify Camp New. That's what I picked up when I was there. Oh, it's a Barcelona oh. jumper. I was going to get an uh. Anzu fatty shirt, but they didn't have any. Ironically, oh. in fat man sizes. So that was bad. Just had little man sizes. He'd have been fine Anzu with a medium. Anzu fatty's actually a very small yeah. man, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's yeah. funny because he's called fatty. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm flying by the seat in my pants today. Good, because I've started the podcast needing a wee. So we'll see how it goes. Oh. Danger. Highway to the danger zone this week's podcast. I like when Rick Rude would have a cigarette before his matches so it could start off in his second wind. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were speaking about piss upstairs and Jack Atkins. Oh, good. Jack Atkins of uh, the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review fame oh, has yeah. drank his own piss on two occasions. What? He said he had a, he slept in the third, the third level of a, of a house, I think he said. Is he right with this being shared publicly? I don't care. Um, he's <laughs> the third level of a house and he had a Coke can next to his bed. And he said one night he woke up needing to go for a Jimmy piss as you need to do some no, I, I think this. we can all see where this is going. And he's he's pissed in the in the Coke can and then drank it when he got up the next day. He said he's done that on two separate occasions. Cause I was like, why don't you drink your piss now? And he's like, I will, but I've just been at the toilet. So I was like, oh, we'll wait for the next time you need to, need to go for it. The a, most surprising part of this story is that Jack Atkins is straight edge. So he wouldn't have been drunk when this happened. Mm -hmm. He would have been completely sober. He would have had his wits about him. Yeah, there's no excuses then if you're straight edge. No. It's a bit weird, isn't it? He said he just can't be, couldn't be asked with the long walk down to the to the toilet, so he just... But he did say he works with children while chewing on a muffin. Mm. What menacingly. Which is what all straight edge people do, isn't it? So... <laughs> oh, oh, right. Oh, Matthew. Well, it's a wrestling podcast, Matthew. Yeah, but Jack often says stuff like, yeah, well, he was eating a muffin upstairs. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I often say was stuff. He? I, I, I work with children. That, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, CM Punk. Yes. Ah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Sorry. Trevor him. <laughs> uh, I don't think AEW does. Uh, <laughs> he did some commentary for some uh, MMA. He certainly did. And, he, and, he, and his hair, he'd grown out a bit. He looked like old corporate punk in Ring of Honor without the purple, right. I thought. Yeah. yeah. The good old Jared Leto punk yeah. returned, eh? Right. I don't know if it was just, I thought he looked 25 years younger than the last time we saw him. His skin looked nice and soft. I think part of it. I think part of it is the the last image we all have of him. He's he's injured and beaten up after a match. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sore, like uncooked chicken. Sorry, Ross. Oh. And, uh, Still too soon. I know. Sorry, the news you're about to. Oh, there's lots of it. Might as well talk oh, to model. Uh, top the restart injured at house show. Sadly, uh, Mr. Kevin Owens, everyone's favorite dude, uh, got injured on November 13th in a victory uh, match with Austin Theory. Oh. What's he like? Her? Uh, apparently, has been it wasn't Theory's fault, by the way. Nah, fault. Really everything's thrown. his fault. We've really <laughs> fell off the turnbuckle, apparently, and then hurt, clutching his knee, and then the referee had to help him to the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, it wasn't officially announced, but it did look as if the bloodline would face Drew McIntyre and possibly him as well at the, at the War Games, but he'll be off that. That's a big shame. Uh, Rey Mysterio Jr., also in Jin Pull from the SmackDown World Cup. A place where Mustafa Ali mm. is going to wrestle there, but either a foot or an ankle injury. I don't even think it was possible to get injured if you're Rey Mysterio or take time off if you were hurt. I think he's done this last 30 years of his life, hasn't he? Well, at least it's not his knee. Every cloud, eh? Every cloud. Hope he gets well soon. Yeah. Of course. Art's got uh, all those lovely, lovely, lovely lads there. <laughs> Corey Graves, furious about Austin Theory's failed to be money in the bank cash in. Now, Corey Graves doesn't want to uh, mince his words, so it was rather amusing to hear him getting mad on the After the Bell podcast. 
and he was an end missing from there, where he was oh. up genuinely mad about uh, how it all played out. Quote, <laughs> Just, sorry, oh, after the Bell End podcast. Fantastic. I'm furious of how it all played out. I was furious it was unfolding before our very eyes as a real human being. What? And as an on-air character, Seth freaking Rollins and Austin Theory are two of my favorites. I think the world of Austin Theory, and I truly believe what Mr. McMahon was saying six months ago, that this guy could be the guy. I understand that things change and, you know, the path, everything has changed. Is this the wrestling news or is this Matthew's agenda news? <laughs> I'm just going to jump in there because I've not heard that story at all this week. Me Corey neither, Graves, yeah. This is on Cultaholics. Amazing What's the news? news. Corey Graves was not a fan of the Austin Theory thing. Uh, I don't care what Corey Graves Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess the news is that it's on an official WWE podcast. I guess Matthew, that's what makes it news. not keen yeah. on Austin Theory. That's, that's uh, no, Corey Graves. Corey Graves saying it. I'm okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk makes his first appearance back uh, since All Out. Where he covered that. It was at the MMA company Cage Fury Fighting Championship. So from what I can tell, this is like a lower... It's like a lower... It's a smaller MMA company than UFC, but it's also affiliated with the UFC. It's like Evolve then. Or like mm. something like that. Because it's on the UFC network or the Fight Pass or whatever. Oh, was it? I was think it so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not the So UFC. wait, we're saying... Oh, so yeah, CM Punk hasn't returned to UFC. We can't say so that. So the MMA fans can stop clutching their hearts right now. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, and he said, I'm happy to be here. I've missed you. I've missed everybody watching at home. I've missed the fights. And tonight, I'm not going to do that. Mm. Oh, Good enough. for them. Yeah, Him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a nice boy, really, isn't he? It's weird how quickly opinion can change if he just comes across a bit self-effacing. Yeah. I don't think opinion's oh, changed. Oh, he's still clearly a massive knob. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> he just looks very well these no, days. he's my being special a... guy. And I love him. <laughs> Also, uh, Natalia, out of action for three months as well. She underwent surgery. Uh, she mm. suffered a discated nose earlier in November. Lisa Wynn. Um, wait, she's the Diva of Doom. Oh, nice. The Diva of Doom. So the Diva of Doom will be out of action for at least three months. Is she? I oh, thought she was the boat. the boat. She's the boat, yeah. Diva of Doom. She, um, they did that in a clever way, though, because <clears throat> they had Shayna near in the face to, as if it's part of the storyline. Clever. That's what you do with injured people, right? It's good wrestling. Yeah. I hope she didn't have to have this thing. Business. You know, they, they, they click it across your face. Oh. I saw a pal of mine who had his nose broken oh. on a night out. Have that done. By a person? Yeah, by another person. <sighs> I was an onlooker. I didn't do anything. Um, and he had it realigned the next day, and that was the noise. <sighs> oh. oh, I hope that never happens to me. Clickety clack. Mm. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a no cap. Carl Anderson gives update on New Japan status. Uh, because obviously he was supposed to defend that never open weight title, but mm. he was in Saudi Arabia having a good old time and was unable to do it. So he said, quote, I'm going to go back on my time. New Japan Pro Wrestling usually strips their champions when they can't make a show. They threw a leniency in there because they announced the match when we hadn't totally agreed on what we were going to do. The dates were coming up. I'm going to come back and defend my championship. I message Rocky Romero. He's a great friend and one of the office brothers. And I go, I can't wait to announce this date because these people are really hating me right now. Uh, by the way, I'm keeping this title and never giving it back. <laughs> it says, the last part was obviously said in jest. Rocky Romero, little fun fact I've learned about the wrestling business, Go on. is the voice of the Bullet Club theme tune. Well, Bullet Club. No, I think that, I got a human. I think that's him. <laughs> Can you give us a full verse there, please? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. When Five Star Wrestling brings back their Bullet Club. What? They had a Bullet their Club? Club Blub. Oh, oh no, they're called the other one. <laughs> Raging Randy Organ. What oh, are what then, are the, uh, yeah, the, the yeah, lyrics yeah. to that song? I, I got a bullet and I shot it with I my gun. I caught a human and I shot I, him with I, my gun. I don't, I don't know the lyrics because anytime I hear the first second of audio, I laugh so hard. I've not heard the original Bullet Club theme for a while now in a wrestling show. They know, they don't really, everyone's got their own, haven't they? Yeah. You don't hear the... Bow, wow, wow. 
It was good at the time. Mm. I don't know. Fine. I was listening to my new metal playlist on uh, Spotify the other day. Oh, yeah. what's on that? It's, cu- yeah. it's curated by Spotify based off what you've listened to oh, in the yeah, past. Yeah. And on there was Packing Heat, the AEW Bullet Club version. You know when Gallows and Anderson were there with Omega? What were they called? The Super Elite. I can't think of that thing. Yeah, bow, bow. And then someone sings on there as well, but I doubt it's Rocky Romero. Mm. I don't know why I felt the need to mention yeah. that. It's a good song though. Nice riff. Jamming. I was told by a member of the Bullet Club that Rocky Romero is the voice of the Bullet Club theme, and now I'm now I don't know whether Ross is right and he's just the Bullet Club or whether he's the high voice. It could be either. One of them is Rocky Romero. I'm sure he'll take credit for all of them. No, in kayfabe, he hates them. Got to oh, protect oh. the business. Yeah, we'll take their money. They're his meal ticket. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, also the bit I'll call the Nick Aldis news special because God, there's been a lot of them this week. Yeah. Uh, it's like 2017 all oh, over God, again. Oh God, the has yeah. Nick Aldis explains why he's leaving the NWA after being affiliated with them for a number of years. Um, he talked a lot. He was on the Not Sam Wrestling. It's not called Not Sam Wrestling. It is, yeah. It's yeah. Not Sam. It's his new, it's his new brand. It's called Not Sam it's Wrestling. It's called the Not Sam Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Should, it's Sam Roberts, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Roberts. Obviously, his Twitter handle's Not Sam. Yeah. Same, same guy. Yeah, and he obviously talked a lot, but look, I can't get around it. I'm not saying all of it, but there was enough of that. Uh, it, it didn't pass the Harley Race test. <sighs> now, what people hear that, Harley Race? What the hell? We have to understand, Harley Race wanted nothing to do with the NWA because of what it had been prior. It seen some pretty dark days and he agreed not only to come back associated with it but he would come back to Missouri to defend the, when he came up to Missouri he would appear on camera talking to me about being an NWA champion and that ended up being the last interview we ever gave on camera before he passed away so that meant a lot to him oh. so you know a lot of stuff here but he talks about how basically he has been serious about keeping the NWA a serious company and bringing it back up to you know and every NWA I think when they get a bit of money behind them, try saying these things. But Nick Aldis did a really good job of actually representing the brand, yeah, wearing a suit, years. and look yeah. like, wow, you look like, yeah, you could have been one of those dudes that people associate the NWA rather than just like, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, question mark, question mark, modern day. I don't know what he's on about there, though, because I reckon Harley Race would have loved Gerald the Gimp or whatever he was called. Because <laughs> he, he mentions the examples, didn't he, of the, the social yeah. distancing match and some sort of Gimp. I forget what his name yeah. was. Gerald the Gimp. I don't even know if that's a real wrestler or not, or if he's just making up I Googled stuff, it and it is. It is a real yeah, wrestler. It's a real wrestler. Oh, I can't remember though. if it was Gerald, but it's something like it's, that. It's, yeah. yeah, something like that. I don't, yeah, Gerald's made up on my part. Gerald Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what Harley called Gerald them. and Pat. I'm sure that Harley probably liked Gerald. Shooters, both of them. Anyway. Yeah. But it is, it, when you look at the roster they had a few years ago, and obviously when it, the NWA power started, it was a nice thing to just yeah. watch for an hour. And yeah. it, it was it was very much different. And that was what was good Jordan about Khan it. was quaking in his booth. <laughs> but then they've lost, like, obviously Ricky Starks and people of that oak have got on. And then, like, Aaron Stevens was doing good things. Eddie Kingston back then. was on it. Eli yeah. Drake, she was the yeah. champion. Yeah, she was the champion. They had so much going for them, and it's just all gone away. Well, Funk's on a roll now. Who? Funk is on a roll. No, he's not. Ow. He's fallen with <laughs> style. Yeah. Funk yeah. can't do a roll. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,. So they were saying, again, he talked a lot. It was, I do recommend people either looking up the transcript posted on Golodic's fabulous new section. Thank you, Aiden and Jack Atkins, for their website work. Well done. Or going to Not Sam Wrestling and listen to the whole thing because it's, you hear people say, look, I'm not saying it was the right thing to put the title on me or put me in an event, but they weren't drawing when he wasn't champion. It was Trevor Murdoch. And so he said, how about me and woo woo woo, Mark Cardona do our thing? And then people start watching again. So. And him and Tom Latimer were doing stuff, and that was kind of working. And then, oh, back on it got hurt, and that kind of broke things up. So a bit of a gap there. And then he said, well, you know, I was doing good, blah, blah, blah. So then Billy Corgan had a chat with his wife, Mickey James, and said, hey, 
uh, said to him in a private conversation, like, hey, your husband is pressuring me to put the belt back on him. And he's like, oh, oh, is that how you're reading that? Why would he say that to Mickey James of all people? Why would he talk uh, behind you Nick? You know, I could, I could trust you, right, Why would Mickey he James? Talk Nick behind you Nick Aldis' back you to his wife. Nick that I've said this, <laughs> really. Uh, then uh, Nick Aldis said, anyway, it was the most toxic wrestling company right now. And he said, look, uh, I, try, I try not to get into this political stuff. It's not very interesting to me. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm a centrist. But uh, I'm out of the audience. Wait a minute. Billy specifically has been disregarding half the audience and doing the complete opposite, almost out of spite. I believe he's going on there. He doesn't say it, but it's like, well, because Tyrus is on Fox News. Yeah. He's like, woohoo, we go on Fox News, the big uh, old belt. I feel like... Yay! And half the people going, okay. I feel like Billy might not be the have the best mindset to book a wrestling... <sighs> and it's when Billy makes comments like, yes, there's all these yeah. ladies in the world of wrestling who are good, but could they hold up the NWA style and uh, carry an NWA pay-per-view? Insert that gif of Tyrus falling off the, the turnbuckles like, <laughs> like I could, having never trained. <laughs> and, and then Trevor and Murdoch. And previously done a show called Empower. It was <laughs> and it was mint. Well. And it was good, yeah. And that was the thing that Gold said as well. It's like, yeah, well, it looks like we're not having Empower too. So I was like, okay, I think we've uh, reached yeah. an impasse here. So... Yeah, you know, that NWA women's division that ended up becoming most of the, the best AW women's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Deep. Deep, yeah. yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah. Oh, she's injured now. What's she called? The small Russian woman. Oh, Leila Hirsch. Yeah, Leila Hirsch. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grind is legitimate, mm. her theme says. It is. Uh, do you know who sings that? Uh, Rocky Romero. That's exactly right. Russian yeah. pumpkin. Oh, right. <laughs> With the, back, the backwards arc, it's Russian. <laughs> uh, and then... This somehow segued into, will the sport reach out to Nick Aldis and Mickey James for a potential relaunch? <sighs> of all the bloody things to see. Who was it on Twitter was like, is this 2017 again? Yeah, I saw someone say this news has been, this is the same news as five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Now, this was, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not too optimistic because we've seen World of Sport try and come back and it was an ITV game show, basically. Not discrediting the hard work the wrestlers put in, mm. but... You, you, it was clear that there was a disconnect between the vision of the wrestlers and the promoters and the, the telly. Yes. <clears throat> like a huge disconnect. There was the buzzer thing and Mr. Yeah. Bigley's. Mr. Bigley's. Bigley. Uh, yeah. oh, I love your members. Bigles. Name. No, I don't Mr. know what his name was. Bloke, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Old man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Greta, come on down. <laughs> and then the British Bulldog. The British Bulldog's here. The British Bulldog. His son <laughs> is here. And Osprey was on it, wasn't Osprey he? Osprey lost, clean, <laughs> to the British Bulldog. Yeah, of course. You like um, all the people that couldn't work for WWE went to that. It was so weird. I mean, there was some really good wrestlers there. Yeah. Kip but, Sabian and Yeston Reese were a yeah. great tag team. There was good bits of it, definitely. Grado was in his element. Yeah. Like, he, my mum loved Grado, so she was like, <laughs> he's brilliant. Um, and she'd never watched wrestling. So, but it, it, the, the news here, I believe, is saying that it'll be on a smaller budget and it'll be on free, free TV or something. It'll be on, like, a smaller channel, maybe. Small child than ITV. Well, yeah, but like ITV for two AM. It very much sounded like less of a uh, like it had less sort of grand ambition behind it, but that sounded like it might serve it better because they might have more freedom to make it more wrestling. Mm. So I remember what ruined it by and large was how it was shot, but they, they had to do that because I spoke to one of the producers and they had to do that just to stop the kids from trying to move, uh, nail the wrestling moves and working out how yeah, it's all done. A, there was a cut like every yeah. move. Yeah. Also. It felt like the matches were really chopped down as well. Yeah. yeah. So we weren't fans, and it turns out the people that <gasps> I it wasn't it. aimed at, obviously us, the, we watch New Japan World, fans aren't going to enjoy it. And uh, neither did the old people that was aimed at either. But I do like the notion that it scared WWE so much 
that, Crazy, they, in, that they invented NXT UK and killed the scene. <laughs> All right, Triple H like a week later going, oh, that was a bit of a waste. Really, well, I think it? Meltzer yeah. or someone was like, this is huge. ITV is massive. And didn't really think mm. about whether it would succeed or for how long it would be on ITV. Yeah, in theory. Yeah. Yeah, but... Mm. Uh, speaking of uh, good old UK wrestling companies that we used to like years ago, Progress uh, issued a statement regarding their announcement. Punk rock! Punk rock music. Do it yourself, man. DIY. Down with the establishments. Yeah, we hate the authority. <laughs> Don't give us your money. We'll burn it and play guitar. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to be a chapter 75, Thunder Bastard. Well, you're not a very good wrestling fan, are you? I look down my nose upon thee. I'm a progress fan. I love gripply, gripply graps. I love the grap. WCPW was right. No, I'm joking. No, no, no. WCPW never did anything. Do the Bret Hart WCPW. No, I just think that times really shone more kindly upon WCPW, given some of the baffling decisions that promotions have made since. Carry on, please. Sorry. <laughs> Do we need to? But uh, yes, they're going to Dubai. Isn't that nice? Uh, the announcement drew widespread condemnation from fans with human rights issues in the Gulf state, a hot topic and with the idea of sports washing, a big talking point due to upcoming FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Oh, I am looking forward to the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's what become the biggest hypocrites in the world. We know. And there is ongoing partnership with Saudi Arabia. Uh, Progress, after struggling to find any good quote tweet uh, about themselves, a long statement saying, Progress Wrestling has always prided they itself... They need to stop doing statements. <laughs> ...on being slightly edgy, unconventional, and seen as a promotion that does not shirk any challenges. Now, we'll probably carry on there, but we've peaked already. Didn't it basically say, you fans are uninformed, okay? Shut up. Where right, you're wrong. They said, we've done shows <laughs> yes. for all people of color, like everything part Oh, I was we've about to bring this on, up. Yeah, up. Yeah. Yes, our number one priority has and always will remain the same. We want all of our shows to be a welcoming and safe place for people to come. And we've held many great shows this year, including Everything Patterned, uh, brackets, exclusively with wrestlers of color and who runs the world, our first all-female show, uh, which caused... Big wavy, yeah. 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 Roy Johnson, yeah. To do uh, a statement saying, uh, progress running a show in Dubai is not my business, but mentioning everything patterned in their statement now makes me involved. And did this bullet point thing saying, uh, bu- bu- bullet point, saying, uh, big wavy Roy Johnson's everything patterned trademark symbol is trademarked for purposes of sport, uh, professional sports professional entertainment. So please refer it as such. Uh, everything patterned, TM, was created in response to the Progress shows in the past that had little to no representation from wrestlers of colour. I want to run this show with Progress as a nice full circle moment to give wrestlers of colour the platform they deserve. Point three. Despite repeatedly asking why, you continued to remove my name from the show title and graphics and say that it was a, quote, error and would be amended and yet the show was uploaded to the network without it. Oh. For you weren't interested in promoting everything patterned, trademark, when I ran it, elsewhere in September. Uh, so please don't use it now to prove a point. Uh, Fair five, enough. I would have appreciated a heads up in the correct trademark term to be used in a statement or at least before the statement was posted. Anything else is a personal gripe that I have and I still want to hold a degree of professionalism so this could be discussed when you're ready to call. Thanks. No, I think it's, it's worth... three over three hours later known for progress has called me because still find time to DM my girlfriend to tell her her tweet is inaccurate. Oh, I think it's worth mentioning. It's that, just like, that's uh, it. The referee is waving it off, uh, folks. It's over. Now, I think it's worth mentioning that progress these days has, the progress that's massively made a PR mess of this has different ownership than the progress that massively made a mess out of <laughs> selling out, signing with the WWE, 
handling the speaking out movement really badly. They're two different. It's like two separate groups of people have made bad mistakes, but right. you know, it's still the same promotion. It, it's very darkly comical that of the big three heads, uh, these are in progress. One of them allegedly had a degree in marketing. Oh, really? And he was the one that they would try and lock out the account so he wouldn't respond to people badly on Twitter. Oh, that's him. <laughs> that's oh, him. God. It was amazing going, yeah, yeah, I've got a degree in marketing. Like, hey, look, you're kidding, all, right? <laughs> I think it was him who wrote the, the speaking out statement as well, which was crap. It, it might have just turned around. And I've never met the man, so I don't, but from all, from all everything I've seen of him, he looks like a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, he does. He does. No, and I think he was, That's not very nice, but uh, we'll allow it. I think he was a bit snooty about us as well back in the day. <laughs> look, I'm actually happy seeing you guys be like, oh, yeah, WCPW didn't me. go. It's look, not I'm team. not a WCPW loyalist. That's all him. I couldn't give a toss about WCPW. <laughs> I had a great time with If that. you weren't involved in WCPW, working there was miserable. Let me tell you, you were an afterthought. Let me yeah. tell you. Oh, yeah, I had, I had a famously <laughs> class time at Wacom. Thank you, last year. I'll say this. I, I didn't. Am, no, I'm sure. <laughs> I had lots of great times at Progress, but man, they would really uh, change their tone whenever it was like you could tell the people who lived in London, Brazy for them to get to the events, and everybody else had to travel going, can this event end, please? So we, we can all go to our, you know, trains or buses or whatever. And they're like, oh, we're overrun a bit. So what? Real fans wouldn't complain. I'm like, you know, we've got work in the morning, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that was when we'd be like, Seems oh, like I see. A... That's not just exclusive to progress. I think that London, London's a bit of, of a bubble, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, strange. just some sort of weird London bubble where all the freaks and the AEW are coming and running London next year. <laughs> oh, goody. Now, his dad does run a football team in London, to be fair. Oh, does he? Well, he's doing it arse backwards, isn't he? Because we were reading a thing earlier. I don't know what the source was, but it was saying uh, Dynamite is going to be in at the Wembley Arena, not the stadium, the arena, of course not, yeah. um, which has got like 12,500 capacity, I think. Then they're going to run Rampage. You know, the Rampage. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Manchester, yeah, is that still true? Twenty thousand seats. That was a that was a, a rumor, I think. But is that uh, being? Announced I don't know. By, the, that hasn't been announced by them yet. The news boys upstairs were reading someone's report, and right. uh, that was, that was the latest. It was insinuated mm. that there'd be two shows. Yeah, one in London, one in Manchester. But so far, they've only announced London. No, no date yet. I don't think. No, just, just next, next year. Twenty twenty three. In the picture of Moxie and Acclaim, the Ricky Starks in front of the double decker red buses, Big Ben, and it's like okay, Ian Greggs. <laughs> Weird, weirdly, avoiding eye contact with big issue salesperson. Oh, it's England, all right. Weirdly, like, I guess because it was Wales, not London, but Clash at the Castle was the least. It's the only one. It's the only wrestling show I can think of from an American promotion that hasn't gone like London buses and yeah. taxis and yeah, weird. But right next to the stadium, there is a castle. That's why it was Clash at the Castle. Uh, I didn't know that. Could you see it? Yeah, I walked past it when you go there. Lovely. You can go in it. I didn't. Becky Lynch's WrestleMania lorry was parked outside of it. Oh, yeah, it's fun times. <laughs> um, I uh, so Trafalgar Square. What am I talking about? Just London and that yeah. in my head. London, and, uh, blah, blah blah. So, I mean, I'm excited though. Mm, We've yeah. slagged off AW for about three months now, but I'm excited. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll see it live. Absolutely, we've, we've yeah. provided fair and unbiased commentary. Of course yeah, we are. And I'm sick true. of this narrative that we're being too negative about fair AW. Enough. Yeah, I fair remember us being very positive when it was good. When yeah, it, I'm going to be positive about it today because last night's dynamite was very good. I thought uh, good, good, good. I thought there was lots to sink your teeth into. Rampage was good. I can't mm. remember Rampage. We'll, get to, my notes. we'll, we'll get to Rampage. Before then, Gunther was set to be buried and sent back to NXT by Vincent Mann, of course, into the anonymous sport. Sorry, anonymous uh, source. Uh, give me sport. No. How does this work? Twitter account wrestle votes. So gives the news to give me sport. Yeah, I don't really... Right, right. And Louis Dangdor makes it up and gives it the wrestle votes. Is that what no. it was? Louis who? Oh. No. Louis Dangdor. So. That's right. Wrestle votes for some reason. Pseudonym. 
for some reason, rest like of Vink those, Diesel. For some reason, they're in a partnership now where rest of those will sometimes like leak big news itself on its own Twitter account but then we'll sometimes give news to Give Me Sport and then Give Me Sport will go according to WrestleVotes and I'm like this is a bit of an unnecessary middleman but if we don't know who that person is is that could be it could be Give Me Sport going it's almost like no, Matthew was so, sooty what's that sooty? <laughs> no Gunther was scheduled to go down NXT well alright WrestleVotes gives it to Give Me Sport yeah that's what I mean but who's who's WrestleVotes well they're reliable on they know yeah, yeah. yeah they're, no, they, they uh, have uh, they have eyes and ears on They've the inside. They've got things right, loads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but give, I don't understand. I don't understand. Sorry. Give me sports role. Yeah, it's like it, it feels like to me. If I was in in um, WrestleVoters' shoes, I would just pass off the stuff I wasn't too sure about yeah. to give me sport and keep the good oh, stuff for myself. Genius. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that is what they're doing. Ooh. We don't know. I, we can't say that. Yeah, I don't know who WrestleVoters is. WrestleVoters was someone we knew. It's not, but like imagine Papa Jack. <laughs> so he texted last night. It wasn't me. So yeah, uh, Gundo's probably going to go Who back down the next day. What do you think WrestleVotes looks like? I bet they're really handsome. I bet yeah, that's it. Shoulder length hair, six pack. <laughs> yeah. Basically bet... like the, the prince out of Shrek. On WrestleVotes, let us know who you are, man. <laughs> Is that just Matt Riddle? <laughs> no. That's his weird little brother. Um, what was I going to say? Matt Diddle. That was something I was... <laughs> Something about Gunther, come on. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Gunther yeah. wasn't Gunther made IC champion when Vince was still there. So yes. I don't think that's 100% correct, that. Which I, I is can... why it's not WrestleVotes. Yeah, they've passed it. off it's... the bad news there. It was They're the ring of honor to <laughs> WrestleVotes as AEW. So why do you not know, think that was. What's, why? What's the. But he wouldn't be being made IC champion. He was going to get buried and taken off the roster, would he? Maybe he would because Vince changed, changed his mind like really fast. Yeah. But then you can say anything. True. Oh, that yeah, wacky true. Vince. That's true. Do I think he would have been presented as well as he has been in the Triple H era? Mm. No, 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 absolutely not. Nine. Triple H has nailed it. And Gunter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's... Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Cardo wants to wrestle The Rock. I Interesting. Do. I do as well. Uh, me too. Because uh, he's... Uh, Promoting The Rock's new movie, Black Adam. But Carl lends his voice talents, the Japanese dub of the movie. Oh. So he says, it looks like he can fight. He looks like he can do it. Uh, I think we can have a match. Well, as a for, as a fellow pro wrestler, I'd like to have a match with him, Dwayne Johnson, said Okada. Oh, very good. I, I don't mean, think Dwayne will be game. No, same. <laughs> no, someone tells me that's not going to happen. Um, but some of that is to the Aussie with Qatar. Progress is very successful running Dubai. Also, the announcement then this week. Uh, how's Sunderland doing? Dan, do you want to help? <laughs> Sunderland are having a training camp in like. Oh, are they? Somewhere in the Middle East, yeah. Oh, it's not like nice. we're owned by a nation state or anything. Though. It's weird. But you still accept their money. No, no. Oh, please stop. Let's just, <laughs> just move on. We're Dan very eagerly anticipating Sunderland Dan, wins. Never I heard Dan, last year. help, help. <laughs> help. Well, what do we... What, I can't believe Newcastle fans are equating this. Pretend it's the same thing. Right? It's, it's, oh. it's exactly the same. It's pretty it much the same. Yeah. It's definitely not the same. We know it is the same. The same great quality podcast <laughs> content they will no, provide. This isn't fair because Matthew only talks about football from the 90s, unless they are. Ah. Jack's going to go uh, order his tickets to Dubai. And in the meantime, Tumblr in Japan. It's been a big week. Well, oh, it looks like it. Uh, not, to, not much to report this week. Oh, fair enough. Unfortunately, I have some pictures of food I've ate you can use. Everyone likes food in it. Let me collect a few. 
collect a few foods. So the wretches or... then went away yeah. and collected some Ooh. pictures of soup and oh. noodles with an egg, uh, a raw egg on top, it looks like. Yeah, hang on. And some sort of dumpling, maybe, pork okay. ball, I don't know, some sort of ball device. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got a, a bowl full of ramen and some soup and some vegetables in the middle there with a nice stein of lager. Mm. Uh, some sort of curry, maybe, with some pasta on the side. Is this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we've got that kettle. <laughs> Noodles, I can see noodles when I see them. I don't know what that is on the left-hand side, but that pink spirally thing looks a bit uh, suspect. Do you not think? What's that? What is that? Some sort of cabbage? Uh, you get 10 points, uh, fire energy. <laughs> Anyone knows, let us know in the comments down below. It looks delicious. Oh, there's even more. He's God, been everywhere this week. It, how, whoa, how cheap's the food over there? It must be family dining out like this. What? 450 yen? Oh, that's with lemon. That, 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 oh. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was. Something yeah. with lemon. <laughs> we should open a cookery show. And this is great. Now he has some sort of chicken parmo there, maybe, or is it an omelette? That's a pasty. <laughs> it's an omelette. Oh, I know a pasty. Oh. An mm. omelette with too much tomato sauce on top, I would argue. <laughs> with a red rizzler on top. Mm. <laughs> like Mama used to make. Wow, he's wow. been eating, Tubman. He's going to be a fat bastard when he comes home. He won't be, because he's biking everywhere. That's why he said it, yeah. Just to bike off, uh, sorry, shed his bike. No, he'll use his bike to shed off that. Yes, that, that's how exercise that's right. works. And I come back know. looking exactly the same. <laughs> Thank you very much. That was Tubman in Japan. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah. <sighs> Time for everyone's favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week, the man who ate rotisserie chicken for 40 days. That's one chicken a day, 40 days. Mm. Like Noah. Protein. Uh, absolutely. 19%. Ooh. Must have been probably his uh, fat levels right now. <laughs> Roll for sandwich, you get uh, 29%. Oh. Not captivated by the man and his roulette. What was it? A roulette wheel? No, uh, it, the, the oh, name the thingy, yeah. Yeah, it's Aye. actually a, a thing to make you roll the dice easier. You know? <laughs> We've been waiting for that thing to fix our lives, I guess. But a yeah, hand. 29%. Chris Jericho not hiding the fact he's Chris Jericho very well at all on The Masked Singer. 53%. He did a second one. Did we cover the second one last week? We covered All Star. Yeah, All Star was and, the second one. Oh, yeah. And it's he got first. the lyrics wrong. And he was British, and he kept him cutting the stupid Americans going, <laughs> I think he's British. <laughs> wow, what a great show that is. 53%. I of think course. he tweeted about it today or yesterday for when this goes live. So he's confirmed it's him. So we've known no, that no, for no. sure now. He, he's confirmed with Dave Meltzer that it's him. <laughs> great. Dave Meltzer has reported it is him. It is he, Chris Jericho. And <laughs> it also said in Wrestling Observer, Chris Jericho did a wonderful job on Masked Singer, hiding his identity. <laughs> Well, backstage morale was apparently at all time high at the show. Yeah. Mass singing, it's never been better backstage. <laughs> no one was getting into fights. Oh, it's beautiful. So, as the winner of last week's Hall of Fame, you get this week's as well. Ross, what have you got for us? I'm going to go for a bit. I was trying to think of a wrestling centric one and what has stuck out in my mind this week. And I'm, I'm going to go for AEW Dynamite because I thought last night's episode wait, of Dynamite. Wait, 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 the entire show? The entire show. Oh, okay. Because I, th I thoroughly enjoyed last night's Dynamite. And honestly, the comments of saying we're too harsh on AEW as a whole, they're really starting to bug me a bit because I don't think we are. I think that we, when we, we say things that we like when we see it, and when we don't like something, I think we're equally as heavy-handed. Um, so I thought last night's Dynamite, the wrestling action with AR Fox, 
Uh, Bandido. Oh, yes. uh, what else happened there? Uh, the Moxley promo at the end with MJF, I thought it was yep. good. Samoa Joe's promo. I was gonna say that was it nice. was a banger of an episode, and hopefully this is a sign of it getting back on track, leaving all the bollocks behind them. So dynamite for the Hall of Fame. It has been a, ro- a rocky year, but there has been highlights, but there has been lowlights. But last night was a highlight. Yeah. So let's 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 catch the stars while they are falling. Right. That's like, how the saying goes. Exactly. When you go on holiday and, you know, twice a day during the two weeks might be there, it starts raining. Yeah. You know, you're going to focus. You're not going to go, well, okay, there's still some stuff to enjoy, but you're not going to ignore the fact that it's hoying it down. No. So I think people are getting mad at us for simply pointing out it's raining. Yes. So because we've, as we've said, many good things about the magnificent wrestlers, the magnificent wrestling boots, uh, Roosh, Bandido, and all the other people you just said there, not since naming the entire roster again. <laughs> yeah, it's just not the uh, not the parts, it's just the way that we're being used. Yeah. So, and they are getting somewhat more organized. I wouldn't say it was a return to form or anything like that, but It's they only are, one week, in it, you know? It's, and obviously yeah. the announcement last night that the big news is the elite are returning. They are. That'll hopefully get them some, you know, much needed stability in booking progress. Yeah, and I was saying, I was because I know a lot of people would be like, oh, they're coming back. They're going to beat the death triangle. I wouldn't mind it, mate, because since they've won the the trio's titles, they've sort of disappeared a bit, haven't they? They do the backstage segments where Pac's like, oh, the hammer, rear the hammer. He loves it. Uh, But apart from that, they haven't really done much, have they? So I wouldn't mind them dropping them and getting off onto a storyline. That's the thing that needs to come back, I feel. It's just the proper... Nice, juicy, long storylines. Exactly. Yes. So, I'm going for Dynamite, though. I can so see it's, that. It's a risk. A, I think that is, that's like me trying to nominate Logan Paul a few weeks ago. <laughs> just like, look, he was good. Ha ha. Can't, can't criticize us now, you get. So, well done, Ross. A very strategic pick there. You'd be it'll, good at the, the game of risk, I think. It'll blow up in my face, no doubt. Which AEW's <laughs> pay per view this Saturday. The worst pay per view they've ever put on. But yeah, not a good one. Uh, mine is a bit weird this week. Uh, so, I'm going to point to. The screen, that work? Almost. Oh, seamless. There we go. What? Lots of crazy <laughs> stuff happens on Twitter on a daily basis, mostly about Twitter itself, actually, uh, right now. But I think it's like their last gasp. You know, the last season. Is that the few, uh, it's a mixed bag, but there's a few good ones. Yeah. So someone was posting about something I haven't thought of quite some time because I'm a grown adult, believe it or not. Yeah, thank you for laughing when I said fully grown adult, <laughs> you get man behind the camera. Ooh, ooh, you're not scrummy at all. Hey, Dan, you're going to have to pick one this week if Jack doesn't return. Hey, uh, he's, he's stuck in the booking office right now, Jack. Uh, it's a queue to get the, to buy, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, on topic, uh, Ross. Yes. Playmobil. Now, did you ever play with any Playmobil? Of course I played with Playmobil. I was a child in the early to mid-90s. Of course. Yes. Lots of kids did. Now, I wasn't aware until someone started this thread of just how bizarre some of the toy sets were. <laughs> and this lovely person here has created a lot of them. Quote, I'm thinking about the worst Playmobil sets to ever exist. And, quote, Prussian police officer harassing a homeless man is definitely up there. And the thing that all kids love playing with was it's a Prussian police officer. It's usually spiked helmet and sword uh, dealing with what appears to be a man having a lovely time out in the uh, one of the many parks. Here. Yes, and his stick with a bag attached to it. So, you know, <laughs> he's having a good time. So that's one of them. Can you scroll down, please? Oh, uh, TSA agents. <laughs> Scanning people, make sure they're not bringing anything illegal through the plane, I guess. Yeah, there we go. Um, I'll read the captions a bit off there. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Bohemian executioners with the red hood, so you don't know the identity, and axe. These are real. These are these like weird Photoshop sets, by the way. These are real Playmobil things. Wait, he was a Survivor Series 96, wasn't he? <laughs> Let it look better. And a few more. The hazmat team. 
That's cool, that one. I can see you it know what? Being, yeah. Yeah, and look, there's that old toxic spillage. Yeah. Oh, what do you like? If you were a parent, you would fill that with water, wouldn't you? And just go, oh, there's something really toxic in here. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Your face is burning hot. <laughs> Uh, the bomb diffuser. Oh, the little toy. Uh, they have names, the little bomb diffusers. I know what you, uh, yeah. the acne. <laughs> yeah. The as road as it, runner. As soon as you hear the, the noise of the bomb go, holds a sign, the camera's saying, uh-oh. That noise, yeah. Martin Luther, for some reason. Who the hell is Martin Luther? Oh, a very famous religious person. I don't know why he got a toy version of him. And uh, the favorite bit, I mean, I, <laughs> this is one we'll, thank you, This one we'll end on because I definitely, I've, uh, I didn't have this myself, but I definitely had a mate who had some home around the house as a kid. The Emperor Trahan has deemed it essential that the rubble, <laughs> the learned savagery, and the Dacians, and this should be demonstrated through 40 days of the bloodiest combat between them and the wildest beasts in all the empire. None shall be spared for the kids. And if we go to the right, see the other one. <laughs> Brutal murders. <laughs> it's what they would want. <laughs> the gladiators set with with real gladiators in by real lions. That's and, impressive. And a hungry horse, apparently. How you got your man getting run over by the horses to to be at that angle? That's impressive. <laughs> He's a stunt man. <laughs> like in secrets of wrestling reveal. You never. I, oh, I just remember a fire engine. That's all I remember from my youth playing with uh, play whatever it was called Playmobil. Oh, so yeah, the the weirdness of Playmobil is my pick for the Halloween this week. Of Playmobil unleashed a lot of uh, memories I'd not thought about for quite some time. What what are you watching on TV at the minute, Dan? Not nothing. I've been in the office. Nothing. All right. What's that film you watch, Dan? I remember. You sound like his father there. What's the last really film am. you watch, Dan? I'm trying to get your security password. Um, <laughs> what was the last uh, album you listened to or song you listened to? Uh, the new Taylor Swift one, the one about sexy babies. Go on, then. <laughs> what? Um, Dan has suggested, because he's so smart and clever and technical and down with the kids, that the Taylor Swift song, which is, quote, about sexy babies. No, it's got the line about sexy babies. Oh, what okay. is the line about sexy babies? Apparently, the sexy baby is a term for, like, just, like, a good-looking young woman. Right. So, not oh. so just to clarify, a sexy baby is not a sexy baby. A sexy baby is just a good-looking young Stop lady. saying it, Ross. <laughs> So Dan is dominating. What's the name of the song? Anti-hero. 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 By Taylor Swift. I might be the first zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> what if it wins? <sighs> I mean, are you a sexy baby? Let us know in the comments down below. I think our percentage of female viewership is quite low, so that's, the odds of that are quite small. But you never know. Uh, Shawn Michaels could watch this. Yeah. Well, I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> so he thinks man. he's cute. He's man, is he? <laughs> Sean saw like Sean saw like that in his twenties. God bless yeah. him. Man. Anyway, so a very odd bag. Let's, let's have a look at what the lyrics are because I need to get to the bottom of this. Why? Just click the lyrics there. I think Dan. I'm cute. Full lyrics. Oh, I'm sorry. I have this thing where I get older. Where does it say sexy baby? But just never wiser. Midnight's so become my afternoon. Like everybody is a sexy baby, and I'm a monster on the head. Oh my god! That's a Playmobil set. She couldn't have, for people who don't know, like what the modern day vernacular of the sexy baby actually means. That's, that she couldn't have worded that any poorly, could she? Oh, I love genius.com. Being a monster on the hill, looking at the sexy babies. There you go. There's the three options, Matthew. The three picks for Hall of Fame. Meh. Hmm. Two and a bit picks for Hall of Fame this week. Ah, AEW Dynamite. 
Just as a last night's, or do you mean all of them? I'll, tell, I'll go for last night's AEW Dynamite, or this week's Hill the, Sound. You mean like the getting better AEW yeah, Dynamite? Yeah, because it's getting better. The getting better AEW Dynamite on the always positive Cold Toilet Wrestling Podcast. Yes. Followed up by Dodgy Playmobil set. <laughs> We were going for the weirdness of Playmobil, yeah? Yeah. The just weirdness the, of Playmobil. They went, well, what are kids like? Gladiators, executioners. The homeless. The homeless, <laughs> yes. Ollie's and yours. TSA. Just, just, your nearest Argos. And also Taylor Swift's anti-hero. <clears throat> that is the lineup this week. And you can find those picks. <laughs> yeah, willingly, you have to go and find this. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Coldaholic. That's us, this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah, this week in wrestling. Start off with SmackDown. Original Viking material. Oh, that's good, because they're not. Uh, the Usos beat the New Day to preserve their record-breaking tag team title reign. Yeah, congratulated by Roman backstage. And what a lovely, lovely scrummy match to start off SmackDown it with. It was wonderful. They had yeah. the Usos being nearly, like, nearly? They were on their knees. No, they were being gnarly Bam heels. Neely was there. Gnarly heels, as I was trying to say. And yep. then the Usos being really fancy and high-flying and whatnot. It was a wonderful yep. juxtaposition. A classic heel and babyface tag team match. Xavier Woods not only got the hot tag in this one and proved once again why he's one of the best wrestlers in kayfabe in the world today, but he also kicked out of the double splash spot. Yep. And I was thinking he's come a long way, hasn't he? Absolutely. Remember the days? Just the sight of Bray Wyatt makes me think of Xavier Woods going like, ah. yeah. So it's nice to see how, how far he's come. Uh, I've written down here, I like the way it ebbed and flowed. Uh, the Usos looked like they had it with a double splash, then the New Day with the Midnight R on Jimmy, but neither yep. of them did. And it was a lovely finish out of nowhere. And I think that's the best way to end like matches like this, of such stakes to have like, boom, and then end. Because no one really looks weak, do they? Yep. Just like they got him. They got him. There's lots of scrambling. Like, oh, this could be, oh, it's not going to be, oh, blah, blah. and it's like, wow, where? They could possibly do it. Yeah. They could possibly change it. And I think they did a really good job considering they had this uh, Survivor Series and uh, the big one in Saudi Arabia, that's what they call it, um, to balance all these things out. Just a random episode of SmackDown. Oh, yeah, by the way, historical tag team title. Yeah, right? Usos. Potentially. I said, don't have a match on Raw. Uh, yeah. Oh, they got a match on... I, did, I thought that was like the conclusive... Like I thought it was there. as well. Someone said, well, you know, they could be all right. Unless something happens on Raw. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, okay. That'd be nice if it did, though. Yeah. But uh, there was a wonderful camera shot right at the end of the match because there's a lass, a young lass in the crowd, like, ah. Oh. And then the split, like, two or three seconds that the camera's on her, she goes like, ah, oh. oh, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> I should have picked her for the whole thing. <laughs> wonderful, balanced uh, reaction. Yeah, good Swifty. Uh, in the first round of the World Cup, Santos Escobar beat Nakamura with some help from Legado del Fantasma at ringside. We had Michael Cole plug in that Muta match that Nakamura's in. I was going to say. My God. Um, I've just written down here that the massive finish was impressive. Uh, it was a bit of a ding-dong battle, um, but I assume we're leaving the five-star matches for later in the tournament, which is probably the right way to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after the one we just had with Uday Nusos, it's like, it's almost like weird. Oh, you two guys just, you know, take it easy out yeah, there. Go in second gear. Don't go into third. Nakamura's like, Okay. <laughs> Let me get my surfboard. That's just us reacting off the back of those rumors he's only there to go surfing. Do you remember those from like years ago when he wasn't getting booked at all? And it was like, he's only there just to collect the money and go surfing. He's happy. Just leave him alone. Mm. I don't I never fully believe that. I don't know about you. I think people just, obviously, if they watch him in New Japan and then watch him, obviously, he had that banger with Sami Zayn. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we have that every time. And that wasn't quite what we got. But now remember, the, the schedule's a lot harder in WWE than it is over there mm. over to seas so mm. I imagine like people going I can't believe he's wrestling different it's like no we can't <laughs> you probably have to don't you yeah probably have to of course you have to Ross silly man backstage LA Knight sorry who's written this The Rock's interview 
is interrupted by Bray Wyatt's flashing imagery on the screen in the background. Well, flashing lights will do that, I guess. Mm. Knight is annoyed, but gets confronted by Bray himself, who says he sees the anger inside of Knight. Knight doesn't care, tells Bray to go screw himself. <laughs> so Bray nuts him. And then he walks off, and then Knight's like, where did he go? Which is weird. You like, know what my first, fo- first, first thought was? What was it, Ross? Is Bray Wyatt going to recruit The Rock? Because <laughs> I was, what a way he was like, how far are you willing to go? I was like, is he going to try and like push into a certain point and then recruit yeah. him to be part of his Wyatt Six or whatever the bloody hell is going to be? I don't know. But it was fantastic to see that Bray Wyatt obviously can't handle the Kavorka, all those damn baby blues. And also the line where he was like, stick your puppets anywhere that gives you pleasure. Doesn't matter to me. No one else could say that to Bray Wyatt and get away with it. Yeah. I know he got a headbutt for his troubles, but you know, he, he lived to tell the tale. It was worth it though. <laughs> Yeah, weird segment. It's like LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt. Oh, okay. I wouldn't mind the promo battles building to a little match there where LA Knight undoubtedly gets eaten. <laughs> Bray Wyatt talks for 15 minutes about nothing. LA Knight goes, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Here's my chickadees and my Corvette and the Kavorka within the Corvette. That's how it works. That's what you said. Yeah. We get a six pack challenge match to determine the next number one contender between Lacey Evans, Jotzi, Zia Lee, Sonia Deville, Raquel Rodriguez, and Liv Morgan. And awkwardly, they had some of the entrances. Then they did the LA Knight rework bit. So I guess the last was just like... All right, and they're on the edge of their seats in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, if they did indeed have seats yeah. in the ring. Happy to be here. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, Matthew, but before we, we pull it apart and with analysis and whatnot, yeah. I was thinking to myself, it's Veterans Day. Lacey Evans ah. is there. She's a shoe-in to win. But she got pinned. Because <laughs> she's not very good. <laughs> This was a wild match. Six-part challenge is always interesting, so guaranteed lots of action. Uh, Liv Morgan, a bit on the outside, where a table was set up, and awkwardly, they're doing this thing with Liv Morgan, where she's suddenly... She's Sabu. Yes, she's Sabu. And all it's done is transfer the pops she could get, the Kavorka she'd get from the crowd, and it's transferred it to the weapon shots and the tables. Mm. So she comes out, she gets a, yay, pop. Get a table. Yay! Table! And it's like, oh no. It seems like a diminishing return sort of like gimmick to have because you're just going to have to do bigger and bigger stuff. Right. And then eventually you can't do that otherwise you're going to legitimately hurt yourself. Right, right. She's not over. The weapons are. Which Mm. is like, okay. So then the even more awkward bit of this is, well, they better be good and the spot they did was not good. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez was getting ready to set one of them up onto something and then here she comes, live with the wild dive. That didn't do anything. And then they all sold it like they had gone through. And then Shotzi got the victory. Yeah, it felt like uh, what was supposed to happen was Raquel catch Liv in like a fallaway slam position, then sort of just take a back bump through the table. But she didn't know that Liv was coming. Or maybe Liv was a bit too soon. So when Liv got there, she was like, Ugh! and didn't react in time to catch her. So they all just fell down. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst thing that's ever happened, but I think Liv going for it in the first place was a bit weird because Sonya was about to murder... Sorry, Raquel was about to murder Sonya, wasn't she? Yeah. She, that's who she was fighting on the stairs. So Liv did not do anything. But she's wild and crazy. <laughs> Table. Hey, I prefer to just sit back and do as little, little as I can on anything I do. That's I what I would so, be saying there. Because that was the, the best bit, bit for me was uh, Sonya's performance. I just like the fact she didn't really do any moves. She kicked and punched for a bit. But whenever anyone was there to get pinned, she was in there like swimwear. Yeah. Good, that. Um, and I thought that Liv, uh, sorry, Zia Lee looked good as well. Where's she been? Why is she not being used? The most electrifying lady in sports entertainment. I don't know. I think it's just because they put her in the backseat so they can have everyone else get their, you know, look good. But now, oh, okay, Natalie's off for a bit. We need some people 
some numbers. Hey, Zaylee. They've got a lot to do with Shotty, though. I liked her finish with the, the hooking of the leg and the DDT. That was yep. gnarly. Um, but with her being like just a, a contender for honor in a one-on-one match, I'm not buying it right, right now as we're sat here on the 18th of November. So they've got some work to do before the of November when Survivor Series is. <laughs> That's right. So apart from Liv Morgan flying like Buzz Lightyear, yeah, at least Shotty looked nice. Yeah. Backstage, Emma, who was changed her outfit. Now I had to go, who's that? Oh, right, right. <laughs> the Shotzi and asks her if she's seen Mad Cat Moss around. And obviously, Shotzi reacts like a normal human being by going, you fancy him. You fancy your own boyfriend. Yeah. I guess in kayfabe, it's not our own boyfriend. But we all know it, don't we, as wrestling fans? I didn't know it until they said it. Really? I found out a little while ago on the gram. Oh. Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did like the fact that she just turned around. She goes, where's my boyfriend? Well, not where's me. Where's Madcap? Turns around, choked. I like that. Sonia, sorry, Shayna and Ronda are doing it well. Apart from when Ronda was like, clean up on aisle green because she's got green hair. But they don't call them <laughs> green aisles, do they? They're, they're, numbered, they're numbered, aren't they? Yeah, so that didn't... Three green... Are you singing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're a close rhyme, it counts, I guess. Maybe. When Ronda was like, go on the mic for a bit. Yeah, when she just had a go at wrestling fans. Yeah. It would be good if she just choked out Emma and, and she, she's on the floor. It's like, I don't know, I haven't seen Mad Cat Moss. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Ricochet is excited for his World Cup match against Mustafa Ali, but Imperium arrive and intimidate him. Good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what you say there. That's what happened. And Ricochet starts talking to him and Gunther's like, are you kidding us? <laughs> why, why are you cocky? As, uh, it, as we said it earlier on, but the presentation of Gunther has been mwah, mm. spot on. A ring general. Yeah. Ricochet continues to be a little weird man. Who cares more about like being liked backstage than he does about winning titles and other things, matches. Yeah. yeah. It's all about checks and championships, kid. They will probably say on commentary. Yeah, and he's got, <laughs> and he's got neither of them. Uh, Jinder Mahal cuts an in-ring promo, by God, about how tonight he begins a return to the very top. He's then absolutely squashed by Braun Strowman, who progresses in the World Cup. I love this setup for this match because Jinder's there going, I'm here, this, that, and the other, I'm Jinder Mahal. There is no man that can stop me. And he's surprisingly cut off by his scheduled opponent who he knows is coming to the ring. Anytime, <laughs> this, the look of shock on Jinder's face was absolutely spot on. Where's he been as well? What's going on? Has he Jinder. been injured here? He's just keeping these people around. I like, like a bit of Jinder, me. I think he's effective at what he does. Yeah. I know you can't have Corbin and Jinder on the same roster, but if one's on Raw, one's on SmackDown. Similar roles, that's fine for me. Wade Barrett was my only note, because it was a very, very short match, wasn't it? Uh, when Wade yeah. Barrett was like, uh, getting Strowman's like drawn Brazil in the first round, it's the one everyone wanted to avoid. And I was like, they've left Joe Linton at home. <laughs> they picked Fred over Joe Linton. Brazil, even though I got them in the office sweepstake. Come on, Brazil. They're not a threat. <laughs> the head coach is a tool. If anything, though, the match could have done with more flippies and floppies. I was about to say, like, <laughs> further, these, you know, they're doing the AEW, woo, this is a metaphor thing, is uh, squashing uh, the legendary luchador known as Jinder Mahal. So, you know what I completely missed from last week's um, Dynamite, which was referenced on Jeff Jarrett's podcast this week? Go which on. Which put on when getting into bed was the skinny jeans, red skinny jeans line. Completely went past me, that did. Yeah. Didn't think of bronze, even though it's obvious, because, you know, he's the only big man who wears, he's a make believe giant or whatever he said, didn't he? So, yeah, he talked about it, and I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. We get why the elite talk about them, because, you know, they're, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, some of them used to work there, so I was like, oh, at least we're not those guys. But, like, Jeff Jarrett. He work... took offense to the, the flippies and floppies line on Twitter, because uh, the bear, <laughs> large bit of the business is built on these flippy and floppy men. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's taken <laughs> up. 
He says I, I took offense to that pizza. Because he flips and flops from company <laughs> to company. Just imagine him cartwheeling down the highways. Dude, I'm coming, Tony. La Maestral to the last ever flare match. Yeah, whatever. Thank, thanks, Jeff. We salute you. Uh, B Fab. It's about to have a singles match against Selena Vega. But the Viking Raiders and Sarah Logan arrive and destroy both groups. This made me think, how many times can we re-debut the Vikings with something slightly different and expect it to work? Because that's like the fourth like, re-debut I think they've had. They were the new and vicious. Oh, God, the Viking experience. The Viking experience. Then they re-debuted with a slightly different name. Then they came back. I feel like they came back earlier this year with like after, was it Ivar was injured for ages? Mm. I guess you can't avoid that. That sort of stuff happens. Oh, yeah, that really quick handicap match. Yeah, but it feels... And it feel, was clothesline against yeah. Omos and Raw. Then they came out, wrestled New Day about 50 times. It feels like if this doesn't work with Sarah Logan getting involved as, I guess, Valhalla maybe a name. I know it's a, the thing that yeah, the Vikings, yeah. oh, you know, all that sort of stuff. Viking funeral maybe, just on yeah. fire in a boat. Aye, uh, but if this doesn't work, I don't know where you go with the Vikings. Maybe just go back to them not being Vikings maybe, just big hard men. <laughs> and Sarah Logan. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of people, well, we did a news bit on it because a few wrestlers oh, were kicking off because yes. of their... Uh, her looking slightly similar to a, 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 a fellow professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. But since then, I've learned about uh, a video game where that look is very much commonplace mm -hmm. and a film where that look is commonplace. Yep. So maybe it's not an issue at all. Is it an issue, Matthew? You tell me. I think people are looking for a reason to rag on Sarah Logan. And this is a good one as any. <laughs> um, or as they called her, obviously he's staying from Max Impaler. So my favorite one was Anti-Vax the Impaler. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know. Don't look at Sarah Logan's Instagram or likes or anything like that. Just saying, Sarah. So she must have been back then if she's with WWE, right? If she goes abroad, I guess that's when we'll find out. Because that was the big thing, wasn't it? it was... Well, they're going via boat anyway. <laughs> Pedalo. Ivar and... See you in three weeks. <laughs> the bloodline arrived for the Usos' acknowledgement celebration. They're interrupted by the brawling brutes who say they've brought back up. And it's old Jimmy from the pub with his flat cap and his step. No, 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 it's not. Of course, it's uh, Seamus, who's had all of two weeks off. Bless yeah. him. And here we go. Great. Seamus is back. The Brawling Brutes. Sign up for Survivor Series. This will be so great. Go on, Seamus. Take it away. <laughs> Bloody microphone. <laughs> and I thought, oh, it's a setup because Roman Reigns was like, oh, why should I be scared of you? You can't even get your microphone to work. <laughs> your microphone is going to look like Ellsworth and all the rest. <laughs> And uh, anyway, oh yeah, that ah, side. So <laughs> magnificent production here. I tell you what though, because uh, earlier in the night there was a, a bit backstage with the bloodline, and uh, there were Roman was like, "We've got some business to do later tonight, or something mm -hmm. like that." And he starts embracing them. Like Jimmy gives a little casual handshake too. Solo, they're pretty much the same thing. And then Jay, he like gives a long embrace too. So I was like, "He's gonna do it. He's gonna kick him out the bloodline this final." Because it, it was billed as what was it? A special the acknowledgement. A special, a special moment. Roman special <laughs> moment is what it was called. Roman special. So I, was, I feel like with the long, the long embrace. <laughs> was it really called? Yeah, it was called that. The long embrace on Jay at the start of the show. I was thinking he's going to kick him out. He's going to say goodbye and kick him out. But no, I don't know what the actual special moment was. Where's Sammy? Where's Sammy uh, Zayn, by the way? That's another thing we need. Why has he gone? What's happened? All the news things I looked at was just um, he's dealing with something personal. And it was as vague as that. And it's like, oh, okay. And it's like, it's not just because of the whole Saudi Arabia thing. Like, yeah, I thought that's what But it was. he's still not here. And it's like, okay. So if they say, look, it's personal, it's like, okay, let's leave this alone then. Yeah. But I guess the special moment was going to be him finally like acknowledging the yeah. Usos. But then he got cut off by the brawling brutes. Um, oh, how dare they? Those heels, the, the brawling brutes. Yeah, if it's not going to be Kevin Owens, who do you think is going to be taking the on the on the babyface side? Obviously, Drew McIntyre came out to even the odds, so that leaves one last person. Mm. 
And that's not going to do anything daft like you know having Sami you know, Zayn. You know uh, who I want it to be? Oh, God, not Madcap. Uh, I want them just to go to all the way to the show with it being four on five, mm. and then Wade, who's been on commentary all night long, oh. just gets up. I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no. The horniest commentator <laughs> in the history of he WWE. shags them in the cage. No, because I saw on the it was on Instagram again because you know Austin's uh, Instagram workouts have been sending everyone into a into a tizzy. He's mm. coming back WrestleMania this that and the other. It's coming. <laughs> Wade Barrett's been on the ground lifting, doing some deadlifts and whatnot, and he looks like he could still go, so I wouldn't mind that at all. I know it's not going to happen, but, you know, if you can't fantasy book as a wrestler, what hope is there? You know what? I think when we used to do this a few years ago, it's like, why are we all doing this? None of these oldie wrestlers are coming back. <laughs> How dare you? What, you mean to tell me Flair's having a last match? Austin's having a last match? Oh, don't be... Wade Barrett. <laughs> yeah, it's so likely, isn't it? Yeah, wait, the, the links there were Seamus and Drew, obviously. The... Yep. From that, what was what, which uh, video game was it? Where they were all like on the same team? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one with Randy Orton in the front cover, two yeah, twelve or whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Where, who was it? it was no, they, Seamus, they, they, yeah. they kept the United Kingdom stable, <laughs> and it's Seamus holding it. Like, hang on, hang on, you're on it, you're on it. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind that, but because I'm just as a baby face. I mean, Ricochet would be good in that match, just because he jumps off high stuff. But oh yeah, someone's got to lose. Yeah. Uh, that was... Oh, also, I, I got a little um, confused because Hamer started talking about great feuds mm-hmm. in the world of sport. Not that world of sport, something Elvis. Um, the world of sport, like America versus uh, England in soccer. Yeah. And I had to go, the plane wait, show. hang on. And I, I asked, I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, no, the women's. Oh. Went, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. If you got, oh, fair enough thing. So I was like, we're not feuding with them, are we? And they're in our group for the World Cup. That might be a bit of yeah, foreshadowing. But, yeah, but oh well. <laughs> hey, they've got a few decent players. As long as Gareth's not too negative, we it's should the win. The principle them. of it. like, <laughs> oh wait, you drew, we drew them one time in 2010. Yeah, Rob Green chucked it in. Like, Terrible. Oh wait, now now it's a feud, is it? Oh okay. And I think when I was asking about Twitch, they were like, I think America see England the same way that Germany see England when it comes to football. Oh, you're our rivals. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know about this. <laughs> I was doing that bit on um, Mike Bassett, football manager. Which when bit? We were interviewing Pele, and he's like, so which teams do you think are going to win the World Cup? He names every other country apart from England. Comes, how about this one? I always wonder how they got him for that film. It's Pele. Money. Oh, but how much money did they have? It's Pele. You know? Yeah, it was a wonderful film. Still is a wonderful film. AEW Rampage, uh, subtitled, Cole Carter is the main character of AEW. Uh, by the way, I didn't realize until checking Cage Match that he had more matches in AEW prior to NXT than he did, like in NXT. What? When? How? Cole Carter was just a random dude. Just on Dark and Dark. Yeah, yeah, Dark and like not like yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the, the shows don't. That, that seems that impossible because he looks twelve years old. So he would have been wrestling on those shows when he was ten. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That yeah. is a staggering statistic. Like, like working for Qatar. Christian and Luchasaurus call out Jungle Boy, who challenges Luchasaurus to a cage match at Full Gear. Christian accepts, but insults Jungle Boy's dad. Jungle Boy grabs him, but Luchasaurus is on hand to beat him down and chokes on him into a chair, onto a chair. Well, whatever, semantics. Yeah, I actually liked like Christian just outwork everybody because he's just being a dick and doing nothing. Yeah. He's getting other people to do it. He's got his right hand of destruction. Yeah, and I like that he was just golden Jungle Boy and Tony going to like, no, don't fall for it, kid, because Luchasaurus is this close to him. <laughs> He's like, go on, do something, yeah. do something. He's like, ha-ha, your dad, I'm going to have sex with your mum. He's like, why? Ah, there we go. So, the only bit I was a bit like, when Jungle Boy was like, I've lost everything. 
I was like, you know, you've lost your pal. Like, that's not that much, is it? Really, you know, in the grand scheme of things, caused by Christian. I thought that was fine. I like the cage match being brought in because obviously Christian can't claim the thing unless that's a lie. Imagine if that was a lie and you just start claiming it like action, man. <laughs> um, but then he does and goes, oh, I'm too old for this. <laughs> down. Um, so I like the fact the cage match is being brought in to keep that no good turtleneck out. Yeah. Damn turtleneck. It won't be able to do with the turtleneck on. It's like... <laughs> Um, like electricity will just melt him yeah and I'm interested to see how they're going to put him down for good again because remember the last time they put him down for good yeah. a flat back bump in the middle of the ring do you remember it was really funny but I, it was really good opening the segment I thought the man's a dinosaur <laughs> also Luchasaurus will be there <laughs> never gets old I'm sorry but yeah effective segment building up to a match I'm looking forward to yeah. full game uh, Pack again tried to convince the Luchas, uh, Luchasaurus Jesus, the Lucha Brothers to be a dirty diddler like him to keep the trio's belts we were saying on the pitches video, it feels like there's a bit more of the story needs to go on before Pac needs to resort to this because they've been winning all the time. So why would you need to change a winning formula? But, you know, it's nice to, nice to see he's corrupt, isn't he? Not like that. Not like the World Cup. Uh, it's nice to see he's trying to well, make I his see. pals just take shortcuts and whatnot. He's not corrupt. Like Newcastle. <laughs> but, yeah, it, yeah they are, we are winning every match, but we could win them even easier if we did this. Yeah. It's like, we are mint, but we could be mint now. I bet Tony Khan was fuming, though, when he starts going, like, on the, on the championship. That must have chipped it a bit, surely. He hit that hammer pretty hard on yeah. that title. Points yeah. a hammer at someone goes, I'll smash your pasty. <laughs> that I, means something completely different from where I'm from. I know. I thought I'd that get means, that. I thought I'd put that underneath the radar. That means it's a course, Matthew. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, don't I look foolish? <laughs> Brian Cage beats Dante Martin to progress in the world title eliminator tournament. And it's annoying how I'm liking Brian Cage now after a sick of him when he was last year because he was just one move. Sorry, not one move. One match, Andy. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm like, oh, he's all right. There's an ideal opponent for him, though. Dante. Exactly. Oh, the soup. He, when Dante does the tope, catches him in the suplex, down he goes. Yep. Fantastic stuff. Uh, the reversal out the fireman's carry position into a DDT by Dante. Again, the perfect opponent for him. Um, the muscle, what I've called it here was the muscle pose effinator off the top rope. <laughs> You know what I mean if you saw the match? That was a fantastic move. And I just I love the final stretch of the match as well, where Cage is like, oh, bollocks of this fancy stuff. He just starts going, yeah, smash Dante. And then the finish was good as well. What was that called? Oh, I used to know the name what of it. What the hell? It was a good move, though. Yeah. But yeah, he's wrestling more like a big man. Yeah. And I'm like, good, do that. Stop pretending to be a flippy floppy dude. He's the same height. Is... Braun Strowman. I didn't expect it to be the same height as Dante, though. That was amazing, that. You just right. assume that Dante's going to be like six inches smaller. No. He oh, could be. Like width. Yeah. <laughs> Backstage, Lee Moriarty wants gold. He's interrupted by Hook, who was, used to be a pirate called Captain Hook, who also <laughs> wants gold, I guess, very treasure somewhere. <laughs> Sing up an FTW title match in the future. <laughs> the future. Hook still likes crisps. Good. I think they were trying to get him a deal, weren't they, this week on Twitter? I think it was Stokely Hathaway was trying to make something happen. Uh, with it. Is it Lay's, I think it was, the brand they went for? You might as well oh, the Irish for. ones? No, it's, it's what uh, Walkers is called in America, isn't it? Oh, Lay's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it Lay's? Is it Lay's, Something Dan? Like that, yeah. yeah. Yes. Also, I think, oh, Mr. Tato. I'm thinking, no. <laughs> I'm going to them two mixed up. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, if you could be sponsored by a crisp company or a particular flavor, would you I would have one? go McCoy's. I like a thick, ridged crisp. Or you get those yeah. Walker's crisps that are like proper thick and ridged and they're like, it's the barbecue rib flavor. Yeah, you yeah, come yeah. in the big bags. Yeah. Those ones. I like a thick, ridged Ooh. crisp. You? Ridge Holland. Oh, the thick ridge crisp. <laughs> um, prawn cocktail or Worcester sauce. Yeah. Prawn cocktail's it. the best Walker's flavor. Yeah, Worcester sauce is like almost like those rare ones. 
like you shouldn't be rare, but like not every shop. It's a shiny I card. Like, <laughs> it's it. I was gonna. I was. I, I stopped myself. I was like, say a Pokemon, Matthew. Like, Ross isn't gonna get it. Shiny say, card. There. Doesn't go. matter if I don't get it. Thousands out there will. That's how it goes on this podcast. Dozens saying, "Shut up, you idiot." <laughs> Roosh faces Bandido in the tournament. Jose, the assistant, tries to help, but Long John Silver, it's not for the pirates on this bloody show, <laughs> saves the day. Bandido wins. Of course, Roosh wasn't going to lose the bloody Bandido clean, but yeah, Bandido, I'm a lovely little banger. And the crowd, like a lot of recent AW shows, it has to be said, wasn't the loudest that they have been mm. over the last few months, to say the least. But yeah, they were alive for this one towards the end. It was almost like, all right, polite, we know who you are, because Bandido's been signed, what, like five times, I think they announced that. Um, really? They kept on like signing. Bandido has signed. You're like, are they so, signed? There's like a big week? old, uh, well, alleged tug of war through his signature this year between AEW and WWE. So he's he's picked the AEW side after that match with Jericho. I didn't realize it was so many times. It seemed like, like <laughs> oh, he's he signed. Bloody hell! But this this was a lovely little match. Yeah. It was the to show you how good it was, Jim Ross. It's when Roosh does the the, the one legged drop kick thing. Mm. He, I think he slipped a bit, didn't he? But he, he recovered. Slipped, he recovered. And then Jim Ross is just like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> that shows you how good a match it was because he just didn't, didn't know what to say. Um, I, I just get a bit frustrated watching Roosh me because there's, there's too much. I know it's all tranquilo and all that sort of stuff, but it's a bit too much of it for me. I'm like, you would, why would you not be battering him when you could instead of just going? He loves role See, play, though, doesn't he? I'll, I mean, oh, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bonjour. Uh, um, I like those bits the most. <laughs> it's been a cock You're game. perspectives. It's, it's what makes the world go wrong. Exactly, because we have enough of these people on the roster who can do these cool moves. Hey, Ryan Cage, whatever. But it's having a dude like that just do the, like, hey, hey mid-match. <laughs> he, did, he did, like, five different, like, hey's, didn't he? <laughs> Just a bit much for me. One but, for every language. And I was asking as well, why would Hungy come down and get himself involved when they were, they've made it clear they're not interested? It's fine. You can keep coming at us. We're not bothered. But he's now made it an issue. He's it's clearly so bothered. Yes, That's exactly it, Ross. Well, one, because, well, lose the clean. <laughs> but also, yeah. Hey, how about instead of you interfering in us and insisting on getting number 10, even though we insist he's not Luchador, he just wears a mask. <laughs> um, yeah, it's at one time they come out and actually make it even. Obviously, this is like a quite WWE finish, but... It makes sense. Mm. So I wasn't just, hey, I'm I'm here for no reason. I would have just stayed away. Just, you know, just let them come at us if you want. We're not interested. Yeah, I don't care about you. Turns yeah. around. Number 10. <laughs> uh, backstage, Jake Hager tries to convince Claudio Castanoia to join him. Obviously, he's got loads of charisma. Uh, so that obviously works really well. But mm. Claudio doesn't seem interested. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah, they want to be a sports entertainer, which he did for several years, you know. Did you get it? Did he, I? Yeah. I think it's lost a lot of steam this angle since Dury improved a lot and the regime changed. So maybe it might be, it might be time to knock the sports entertainer stuff on the head. Be time about, for, yeah, yeah Claudia's just going, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're doing really well. <laughs> I got paid millions while doing so for yeah, several years. Wait, wait. Team up with Seamus again. Survivor said, <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Dura. Uh, Nana Rose beats Kayla Sparks and wins using Jaded. And just Jade's pose mm. and everything else like that. The baddies hit the ring, but Nala takes them out. Jade boots Nala the outside, and security hold them apart as Nala continues to run away with Jade's title. Yeah, I uh, go sorry, go on. No, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I don't, I've seen a lot of people online going, "This is rubbish. This is so bad." I'm liking it. <laughs> it's a lot more interesting than Jade beats up someone. All right, cool. They're doing something different with it, and it is silly stuff. And yeah. Nala's getting to be 
good Nyla. Twitter Nyla. Yeah, so. Twitter Nyla is good. It's just the one that Angle died for me. It's not even dead. When it got hampered a bit was when Jay was like, I'm going to take the entire hour hostage. That's right, yes. And she turned up for five minutes then left of her own accord quite politely. Uh, but apart from that, it has been better than what Jade was doing before. And it's a storyline. Let's have it. Bring it on. They're not they're few and far between in AEW these days. Yeah. As we've said, it's a, I think it's a fair criticism. Do you What's not? That? Do you no, think no. it is, Dan? Do you watch AEW? Dan doesn't watch AEW. You still watch Google and Taylor Swift. Thank God it's Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Orange Cassidy beats Lee Johnson yeah. to retain the All-Atlantic title. I think Orange Cassidy's just doing... Orange Cassidy and... John Moxie have just been defending their titles just until the elite get here, I guess. Mm, yeah. Or, or CM Punk, <laughs> whichever's going to happen first. But I think he's done a good job. But it was just a match. It was all right. Nothing I'd remember in a week. But I did like the post-match silliness. Uh, and also a little thing, QT Marshall getting the loudest reactions of anybody all night. Yeah. Just what a poo-housey person he He's is. A, 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 a criminal, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. He tried to murder... Who was it he tried to murder on the steps? Danhausen, the yeah. pile driver on the steps. Sent him to jail for that sort of behavior. But uh, You could hear the bump he took. He went, eh! <laughs> <laughs> but I, the, it was it was shocking, a shocking start of the segment because we learned that Shotty Lee is no longer in the Nightmare Factory. He's gone back home to the, uh, to the factory. Uh, sorry, the Nightmare Family. He's back in the factory. So the Nightmare Family is no more. No R, no Dustin. My God. Shotty I Lee didn't was, even know. Yeah. So thank you for pointing. Guys, it's like last week when like, no, the firm came out. It, the firm? No. <laughs> to be no, fair. No, it was Jeff Jarrett's crew. The, whatever. I got confused by tall men as well. I was like, yeah, Colin Cassidy was there. But whatever his name. Debbie Morrissey was there, but it wasn't. It was Satnam, wasn't it, apparently? Um, <laughs> it was nice wrestling action. Uh, I thought the factory to a man did the jobs very well, just being, you know, proper poo house heels, just, you know, classic old timey stuff. And uh, then a nice spear spot with uh, Nick uh, in the gorilla press position. And then Trent getting him after a jaunt down the ramp was fantastic I wish they just shot from a different angle if we're mm. going to nitpick just to see Trent run all the way down we like that don't we Charles Robinson stuff like that yes. Orange Cassidy 75th win in AEW that's mm. a lot of wins um, but yeah juice. <laughs> I thought it was just a nice match everyone did their roles well but QT should be in jail for that he should if he was not so over <laughs> I was going to say it was also weird though as well AW Rampage oh yeah it's, it's the secondary show you never think it was like that meaning least important but yeah the venues have decreased in size, and yes, they are very poorly lit compared to what they were. This could have been AW Dark, mm. which is just bizarre. Um, but like I said, hopefully, with stuff we'll get into later on, this thing will be changing, and they'll get the numbers back up. It does feel Especially like they do London. Yeah. And you want, mate, Manchester. What, Manchester. If, if, if Jack Atkins was saying, because he went there and saw a gig. I can't remember who it was, but he was like, it was 20,000. And like when you're in there and you see it all opened up, it's absolutely massive. Uh, is it the went, O2? Oh, no, I think it's the O2 here, isn't it? In is Manchester. It? I, I think swear so. it changed hands. Well, who I can't I? keep up with these bloody names. But it feels like Rampage, like since they changed it from what it was originally, like an accoutrement to Dynamite, mm. and they've started doing like separate uh, like storylines-ish for shows. Like by and large, we've been seeing Nyla Rose and Jade on Rampage. Mm. I know they did stuff on this week's Dynamite, but, but before then, it just felt like a Rampage exclusive. So right. since they've started doing that sort of stuff, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's been a bit hard to, not hard to keep up, but you know what I mean? It's sort of like a bit jaunt. Non-essential. Yeah. I liked it when it was when you get to a main event segment of the night. Oh, let's, me and you have a fight because we got involved in Dynamite's main yeah. event. Let's go and do it there. I think if we went back to that, it would help it along quite a bit. Well said, Bob. Yes. Wrestling analysis. Yeah. <laughs> so we're making up the fact we got the firm messed up last week. And I was like, uh, yes, this is it. This is goals on Sunday. We're grabbed. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Raw. Wrestling helps us escape the harsh realities of life. 
Anyway, here's the build to war games. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, hi. Uh, if you're seeing this. Uh, Seth Rollins arrives and talks about his open challenge. <laughs> Revealing that this week, he'll be facing Finn Balor. Bobby Lashley interrupts. Hey, that's not Finn Balor. And wants his title back. But he's interrupted by Mustafa Ali. Again. Ali charges the ring twice and gets thrown back out by Lashley. Until finally they have a match which Seth... So while well, Seth slips away. Lashley wins with the hurt lock and he absolutely batters that lad. He does. First and foremost, Bobby Lashley's tit, his left tit, whatever that scar was down there, yeah. it looked absolutely gnarly and he should just keep it, just make a prosthetic version and stick it on every time. Looked like his entire muscle was trying to burst out of his skin. What's gone on there? Uh, Do you know? Like, like the rest of his body. <laughs> I love the earthworms. Those, those crazy muscles there. Uh, the chance from the crowd that uh, Theory's cash-in was stupid was harsh but fair there. <laughs> Corey Graves snapping his pencil <laughs> inside. Uh, I'm not sure Ali uh, Mustafa is getting over as the baby face when it's it's cooler to watch Bobby Lashley just throw him around like, with no effort than it is to watch Ali going like, ah, oh, no, and try and like, build sympathy. I don't I think it's quite working. I thought it was supposed working. to be a bad guy, Ali. Ali? Yeah. No, I think he's a heel. Keeps on showing up. Hey, no one asked me, but here's my... Uh, I think Bobby's the heel, isn't he, ever since uh, Saudi Arabia? No, no Bobby's <laughs> a justified. He, Bobby was this close. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think it just... I was just mad. It's hard to get, like, sympathy when Bobby is so effortless and throwing you around and just going, wow, yeah. that's really impressive, that. Um, but I thought there was a lovely sell on the spear before the hurt knock. He yeah. did the old spinneroo, like, I think Buddy Murphy used to do it, didn't he, back in the day? He did. I'm not saying he's the originator, by the way, just that's who came to mind when I saw that. So it was an all right opening segment, I thought. Yeah, I think that the manager, Mustafa Ali's little, hey, it's me, I'm a guy, hey. And then Bobby Lashley, I'm just going to kill everybody. Yeah. Don't care if you cheer or boo for me. It's like, oh, that's good. At least Ali's doing something. And Rollins is getting cheered. Yeah, he's a proper babyface now. He's a proper babyface. 10 years Damn it, Rollins, the one huh? time you're not bloody here, Jack. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the OC and Miriam are interviewed backstage and AJ hypes a singles match between himself and Belur at Survivor Series. That's weird. Survivor Series? The pay-per-view dedicated to team-on-team -team matches? Yes. Here's Styles with his team versus the other team. And we're not... Well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, Maya then wrestles Tamina. I'm sorry about that. And I know. Before Rhea Ripley thinks about running into attack, but just walks away instead. We Mind love games, which is Survivor Series 98 tagline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We learn in a segment what Mishin or Michin, I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, yep. like crazy in Korean. And I guess that's a, a nickname for her rather than like a, a name change. That's the impression I got. But some I got, of the yeah. like, commentators were kept going, uh, Mia Yim, I think, on occasion, and sometimes Mishin or Michin. Uh, so, yeah, the trademark that recently. So I reckon she could just do something proper mental at war games and then just call herself that. I think it's quite a punchy name, quite a cool name. I hope she's like really boring and just does chin locks and stuff. <laughs> Whoa, she's crazy. <laughs> We're in the cage. Chin lock. Luke Gallows has just been very carny about why he loves her. Oh, what a chin lock. She's in lock. I, love, I don't know. I love the, the complete non-reaction. Like, everyone cheers when they show up, the Good Brothers, and then they start talking. There's no problem for anything <laughs> they say. Well, you know what? I have a well, it's chick, always a chick magnet. Yeah. Mate. All right. And then later on, they like, like thing of booze and like hey we got, I said I'd bring the booze and they're like that's right, they did say that on their podcast. They bring the booze and like <laughs> they did. It was right. a large bucket of beer, to be fair. And the jeers as well. Booze. Bring the booze. Boo. Oh, it didn't work, did it? Didn't work. Let's pretend I didn't say that. In the, in the match itself, though, it felt like the crowd more arsed with Rhea and Dom at ringside than what was happening in the ring. That Dom's a heat magnet. Hey, he is, isn't he? And it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is. Dominic, it might be the most improved of the year. 
I don't even know if he's done anything. It's just a gimmick. He's got <laughs> it's a show going, hey, it's me. He's kicked his dad in the bollocks and just stood next to Rhea Ripley and uh, everyone hates him. Whatever, Dom, you can't wrestle very well. You're rubbish, whatever. Look at my hot go- girlfriend. Oh, what? No. To be fair, though, saying that, this was the thought, this was the first week where he was doing like, he was trying to do more expressive stuff because he was doing like the chicken poo heel stuff mm. when he was hiding behind Damien Priest in that little promo that we'll get on to later. Yeah. So he's very much going down the chicken poo route. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, <laughs> that was well said. Later backstage, Damage Guitar try to recruit Mia, but she isn't keen. They try to intimidate her instead, but the OC arrive to celebrate, so the bad lasses leave. Bad lasses is a good pun. Anyway, Matt Riddle and Chad Gable get into an argument backstage. Is it worth talking about what they did backstage? It was really painful to watch. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> shush and boo. Uh, sorry, shush and boo. Shush and bro. Uh, they went back and forth doing. <laughs> that would have been good, actually. <laughs> um, I just, it works for Gable. But when Riddle's trying to do it back, it's like you're meant to be likable and you're just coming across really annoying. It's it's really weird how Riddle's lost a lot of steam because he's tried to be like nice and weird. positive and <laughs> charismatic and he's none of these things. Hit my bong, man. I'd say he's charismatic. It's just being he's back to that lockdown little that we lockdown little. <sighs> Bloody hell. Lockdown riddle that we didn't like. <laughs> we spent a lot of time in Little during lockdown, in fairness. Yeah. And uh, I was just waiting for the, like, like sh- shush, bongos, and then Otis is coming around. I've heard Stephen King's latest book. <laughs> and Riddle's like, yes, of course, gets a monocle out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Stephen King. <laughs> My um, first doobie was called I was Stephen trying, I was today. I trying to make some sort of Stephen King weed thing I, and nothing. Yeah. Came <laughs> I thought the match was excellent, I though. was going to say, wow, yeah, believe it or not, here's some more hard-hitting analysis. Uh, Riddle and Gable, good match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and like even the- more surprisingly, though, just like I said, I, you would thought Riddle was one of these protected dudes and stuff like that, but uh, there wasn't much news about Orton's status, about his injury, apart from the fact that he's at the rehab center right now, he, but his, there's still nothing about any... His wife data. posted a picture yeah, this week yeah. on there. Uh, he had some, like, he had a thing on his nose, didn't he? Like a bandage. Like he's had some sort of nose surgery. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but something's, he's I had something done this week. But I, I like the finish, though, with Otis getting involved because after his big win last week, Looks like he's yep. getting, like, you know, the rocket strapped, brother, brothers. About time. Push. Push, please. Oh, uh, take a boost, son. I'm off. I'm off. That's, that's, that's as good as it's getting. Baron Corbin and JBL. Oh, here we go. <laughs> from, from the sublime to whatever this is. Corbin and JBL are playing poker backstage. As people point out online. Smoking stuff. I like that riddle. Smoking stuff. Near Ashtray in sight. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Vaping. <laughs> JP Hell's a massive vapor. If you call worse. <laughs> Tazawa joins them and claims he's never played before. Uh, doesn't know how to play poker, but says you got money because, yeah, well, your money's good here. Yeah. And, oh, and they're like, here are some of the finest Kentucky bob. And the crowd went, yeah, alcohol. And the British was, get away from that. Get that Kentucky stuff away from me or I'll start marrying my sister. <laughs> I mean, here's some like, what was it? Like, I don't know. It was some other form of whiskey, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it was, it, I thought it, I had to blink and check and go back and go, wait, that's not just the exact same whiskey they had in the shot, is he? It might have been. Whatever. Um, I reckon some whiskeys look the same. I don't know. There's some analysis for you. Some whiskeys look the same. (laughs) But then Tozawa shows up and you're like, oh yeah, you, are you all right? Uh, They would come back and the wacky twist is that Tozawa is winning big. Corbin tries to cheat and Tozawa catches him before trying to get him to a match later tonight. 
A lot of silly bollocks in this show. I tell you what, though, that was a roller coaster. Because obviously, when you see the, the setup of the segment, you think it's going one way. They're going to recruit him and just make him a mockery, more than he has been for the last couple of years. Yeah. But then he's cleaned them out. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to poo or wind my watch, as Stone Cold Steve Austin would say. Um, but then we get to the match where Tazawa takes on Corbin. And I thought it was so strange when Corbin is apparently back getting this big push. They're making him more serious, but not really. He's just happy Corbin without the... Without the what? What's he missing? He was missing something. The mustache. The mustache. Um, oh, Tazawa, after being missing off TV for so long, it feels like we haven't seen him for, for years. I know it's not years, but you know, a long time. They gave him so much offense in this match against Corbin, who's coming back as this like serious wrestler with JBL as the mouthpiece. Um, but then turning the tide by throwing um, a dive into Zawa towards the barricade was a gnarly spot. I liked mm. it. And then the, the setup to the end of days was nice as well. Yeah. It was just a shock to see Tazawa, who's been like lost, getting so much offense in against a guy who's getting allegedly pushed. Yeah, we've yeah. had the last few weeks, but it's been against like guys like like Gargano. It kind of makes name sense. value, yeah. Tazawa, who also tweeted a picture of his gear, and was just like, "Thank you." Maybe he's been recruited, and he's just going to come out dressed like Happy Corbin next week. Oh no, I would be impressed if I was JBL taking the, the what they call him the new wrestling god to such a long match. Why the hell not? Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, there wasn't anything followed up on this. I feel like, so is he leaving? Is he retiring? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and there's nothing as of now. Because so I saw that. Now look, he'll be announced he's gone. Away. Yeah, I saw that picture before watching Raw. So I was like, oh, something bad's going to happen here. But he lost a match after becoming rich. Or maybe he's getting a, a, a rich man's gimmick. Oh. After cleaning them both out. I don't know. So they'll have to recruit. Wrestling's stupid, isn't it? Wrestling is really <laughs> stupid. This week it was. Is it, is it, if only there was an NXT wrestler who really could have poker. <laughs> He's busy at the minute. He is busy, yeah. So they're just winning by default, honestly. Um, Miz makes Byron Saxton the temporary host of Miz TV because this week the Miz is in the guest role wearing a lovely sweater. As pointed out by the commentators, wow, he looks like Mr. Rogers. This is the show just is a lovely, wholesome, neighborhood-loving man. Right. Yeah. That's right. He loves the neighborhood, and yeah. man, does the neighborhood love him. <laughs> Miz admits that he initially faked the Loomis attacks to generate sympathy for himself, but only did so because he's been so loyal and consistent in the over the years. Johnny Gargano interrupts, and of course the companies go, oh, not him, and accuses Miz of trying to trick people into caring about him. He reveals that Miz will face Loomis next week, Ooh. and Loomis will get a WWE contract if he wins. A camera on masks, and it's actually Loomis. Miz runs away. The Loomis stuff, I'm not... <laughs> disliking I think they're doing a lot of good stuff there Miz in these segments it's I think it works if there's a lot of other proper wrestling stuff but this week was a lot of other silly stuff and I'm like okay is this Scooby Doo I'm watching <laughs> um, I thought the Miz came across as the baby face for a long po- a long portion of that segment the way he was just like I've never missed a day I've never asked for a day off I gave Dexter a job when he didn't have one I'm just doing this to make money for my family I care about my family um, I thought he was coming across like a baby face before he was robbed by oh, Dexter um, it's been like but- Soraya Knight Britt Baker, they're both saying, <laughs> I'm the best. I was here at the beginning of the... the, the, the. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> One, he's going to be the bad guy here, you know? Yeah, it doesn't help that he's going up against Gargano as well, who I know it'll be appealing to, well, I imagine, a lot of people, but for us old curmudgeons, um, he's just... just annoying, isn't he? Um, <laughs> so I have Loomis wins in a couple of weeks' time. He gets all the money Miz owes him and a, a WWE contract. But the nice thing was, even though he wasn't signed, the music man still played his music after the segment. To be fair, someone, about that? Because I mean, I think who was it? Tom, I was on the news with you the day, and we made a point of that. And someone was like, "Imagine if Loomis came up to you and said, play my music, otherwise I'll steal you and kill you.'" Yeah, um, I, I would do it as well. So fair enough. <laughs> it is a weird segment, though. I don't know how this ends, because like, well, imagine Miz paying up is the way it ends. Mm. Yeah, but where does Gargano factor into that? 
is he putting his his squad back together? Oh yeah, him, Loomis, Indy's got Arwell. serious on NXT. Not necessary theory because he's deed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that's the only way they'd be doing it. And we should be really funny. Like Gargano goes up there after yeah, Loomis beats Miz, and then Gargano's like, "Isn't this great?" Loomis goes, "No, jumps yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> that was a waste of time. The Judgment Day interrupts Shelton Benjamin's backstage interview and call him a loser. They set up a match with Dom, who wins after interference from Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest. Uh, yep, yeah, I like it. Dom's useless. They know he's useless, so they all need to help him getting victories over guys like Shelton. Perfect. Yeah, I thought the little promo from Dom saying he was better than his deadbeat dad and Eddie Guerrero as well. I thought that was nice. Just try, it's so it's basic, but it's working, and I like that. Uh, I thought Shelton's promo was was good good as well. You see the passion. Um, it was a really sudden finish. It was a bit of a predictable one. Um, but again, Dominic being more slightly trying to be more charismatic in these segments now, like with his little antics behind Damien Priest yeah. and whatnot. So we'll have to see where that goes. But yeah, it was all right. It's, it's, I think it's nice to see Shelton on TV. He still he can still do it all, can't he? It's great because whenever he makes an appearance on Raw, Twitter's just filled with. Remember when Shelton Benjamin was like the best, mm. and you're like, yeah. Oh well. Austin Theory is interviewed and says that the Money in the Bank briefcase was an anchor weighing him down. He's never felt more free. Uh-huh. This was the first promo, by the way, where I really enjoyed watching Theory. Because so far okay. it's been like, it feels like, I feel like an arsehole saying that because of what the old-time wrestlers say. But it felt like, you know, a young lad playing wrestler. But now, it, As Owen said. Yeah, yep. it felt, I felt like now he's, he's the, the, when he's on about the pressure and like living up the stuff, it's like he, he's, he meant what he was saying for the first time, if that makes any sense. It might just be me and my weird mind. <laughs> no, uh, I can see what you're saying because many people said, oh, like, when they were talking about, well, Corey Graves and other people talking about, like, oh, McMahon said, rah, 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 which then got translated as saying, he's the, he's the, he's the way, he's the yeah. next man. This is going to be the future. And you look at him going, yeah, he feels like a guy pretending to be a wrestler. He was booked horribly as well back then, though. Yeah. Because McMahon would emasculate him every single segment where going, this is the guy, is it? Yeah. Everyone loves getting told what not to do by grandma and granddad, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I think he said win a match. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Theory explains why he's catching on Seth rather than Roman before complaining about Lashley's interference. Ziggler arrives and tells him, you want to hear moaning? And shows him the best of Dolph Ziggler DVD. It should have been me. Yeah. And tells him to stop making excuses, which up the match later on. Okay, at least that makes sense. Pretty happy with that. I was, I was glad he said that about his cashing because he's just like, well, what's the point in cashing on Roman? He's surrounded by everybody. I would never win. I was like, that's fair enough. Yeah. Just maybe not don't do it after immediately after an open challenge that you could have answered. That would be my main sticking point. If cause yeah, that because again, if you're gonna go up against Gunter, I guess is I don't know. Yeah, Rollins is probably more beatable than Gunter today. Is that a, an outlandish statement? Yeah. Yeah. No, he, no, he's he Seth Rollins is an outlandish statement. <laughs> but what you just said was not. So but then again he wrapped up he rocked up at NXT, sorry. Uh, that he could have uh, he could have cashed in there on Braun. Could be Braun, no problem. I learned the idea of him sat back. Oh, okay, okay. Reigns, Reigns, other picture. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Rollins, okay, that could work. Gunther, no, no, no. <laughs> all right. Braun, nah. Uh, so I was like, Rollins. That, I'll have to do yeah. Rollins or Dana Brooke. Yeah, one of the two. Rest in peace, the twenty four seven title. Yeah, it's officially it's, being abolished. It's, it's next, yes, next to the bin, someplace <laughs> backstage. Io Sky beats Dana Brooke in a singles match. Afterwards, Mae Yim comes out and reveals that she's joined Bianca Belair's team for war games. Damage Katal are not happy, but Rhea Ripley offers to join their team backstage. Damage Katal are happy, 
Yeah, I like the reasoning for Rhea, because she's like, if Bianca's on one side, I need to be on the other. So it looks like that's going to be the thing that carries the match as their feud towards a singles match, I assume, at like the Rumble or something. So that'd be a nice thing to carry uh, through. Good. Yeah, very good. Um, I was asking myself in the, the EO Sky versus Dana Brooke match, why is this not Dana versus Nikki? That's the real feud, isn't it? After she put the title in the bin and yeah. to kiboshed all of uh, Dana's hard work. Corey was really funny on commentary when he was uh, saying, uh, yeah, he was. nobody, <laughs> he said, nobody disrespected the effort Dana Brooke puts in. Apart from him. He, he, did, yeah, yeah, he, him. he, he did lots of times, didn't he? <laughs> it's like a picture of the hot dog dude. Go, we're all trying to find the guy who said that thing, Dana. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird match as well because like it didn't feel like EO got out of second gear, but then Dana's cutting that promo before where she's like, I'm going to fight for everything. And then she just gets beat quite easily. It was like, a weird one, but uh, at least Rhea and yeah. uh, Bianca's going to be involved in that match. And that's, it looks like that's where we're going. Well yes. said. Theory gets DQ'd. Sorry. Does he? Yes, he does. Gets himself DQ'd because he won't stop beating up Ziggler on the outside. Well, you have to DQ half the roster then if that's a crime. <laughs> he throws Ziggler into the timekeeper's area and drops chairs onto him until officials hold him back. Yeah, you know what? I'd be a bit salty as well after I sounded like a wrestler for the first time in a long time when Ziggler showed up. <laughs> <and> went, <laughs> I'm glad they went down the serious route rather than like going down like the Liv Morgan crazy and deranged sort of way. Uh, yeah. Because you can see that happen after losing such a big thing like the briefcase and going, oh. Yeah. Um, so Ken Anderson did. Ooh. But I was a nice shift as well because um, he was surviving sleepers. Uh, the, was the sleeper spot which he, he survived? Then the fair massive kick out. Yep. That was good stuff. Uh, then he did one hell of a Kurt Angle kick out of the zigzag. That was very good. Um, I just, I, yeah, I like the more serious presentation of theory. I can see why Vince might now say that or back in the day. It'll be interesting to see now that we've got that albatross off his neck. Again, it doesn't help the dude when he's like, okay, so the management's literally changed. I'm no longer. You know, the guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like I was trying to. You know, I was trying to compare it to Ronaldo. But it just didn't fit at all. Really, really forced. <laughs> yeah, it would have like, done a few years ago. Yeah, but to be exactly. Fair, that is pretty much what Ronaldo. Because he was signed by Solskjaer and yeah. the Glazers, obviously. And Solskjaer is now gone, and a new manager's come in, like Triple H. Yep. He's called Eric Ten Hag, and Eric Ten. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. He's not just putting up for him, doing what he wants. He's like, this is my team now. You do what I say. And Ronaldo doesn't like that, so he's, he's, he's throwing a hissy fit. Yeah. It's very much the same. Apart from the walkout. We should, we should call him the now Cristiano Ronaldo, like oh. he is the now Austin Theory. I think that's what they're trying to get over on commentary. That's right. His new nickname, the Ronaldo. now. Ronaldo. H-Town now. <laughs> 
got a lot of good analysis there, pal. Have right. you considered doing anything about football? No. Oh, well, funny you should mention that. Subliminal marketing on the thing there. Holden give on YouTube. How long's that been there for? It's been there the entire time. Uh, we're going to try and do a little bit of football content on the, on the, on the well, in my spare time. Lovely. <laughs> Nothing's I, didn't, I didn't know you had any. Nothing's changing wrestling-wise, but uh, yeah, we'll try and do a bit and see what happens. If it takes off, it takes off. If it doesn't, oh well. God, I can't wait to see the world in motion. Yes. I like that, Matthew. Yeah. It's from the 90s again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins beats Finn Balor in the main event to retain the US title but afterwards Austin Theory what are you doing here uh, attacks from behind and beats Seth down can't think why he'd be a bit mad I don't know <laughs> <laughs> great podcasting <laughs> Finn Balor that was, that was better than any other says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> idiot uh, Finn Balor slow and methodical Rollins not doing that Finn, almost stealing things. Rollins, not doing that. What is that in reference to? Sometimes I confuse myself with my notes. What's he stole? I've got no idea. I Everyone's like, heart. Uh, probably. Um, and eyes. I don't know. Uh, teasing the buckle bomb spot. I thought it was a nice little yes. touch. Call back to SummerSlam, but Balor reverse it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Triple H loves a big brawl to close the show. That's what we're learning. Yep. Week on, week on, week. Um, I guess it's a trope of the Attitude Era when wrestling was at its best That's right. and most popularist. Um, so I guess it's going to be a thing now. I don't mind it, though. I like a chaotic right. brawl. Um, Partying like it's 1999. Doot, 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 doot. Oh, imagine Michael PSA singing that. Doot. <laughs> God. But yeah, uh, this saved an otherwise weird comedy-filled episode of Raw, which made me feel like, hang, hang on. Reports have been saying Vincent Mann has been just relaxing and doing what normal 76-year-old billionaires do, which is keeping out of people's hairs, but this felt like something he would have put together. Uh, but at the same time, we are aware that Kevin Owens and other people are off injured, so yeah. it's like, okay, can we just get to war games and then just destroy everybody, I guess. I, I then, then they'll be really injured. I didn't realize how much comedy there was in the show until you pointed that out, but there was a lot this week, wasn't there? Yeah, and there's a big, serious main event to keep saying, oh, okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Bang, bang, thank you, Finn. <laughs> NXT, it's a new dawn. I need to do my move of the week right now, Dan. Oh, my. Oh, oh baby. Sponsored by YouTube.com forward slash hold and give. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry you just, I've got the uh, URL wrong go there. On, Matt, there's, on, an, there's an at hold and give on the URL. It's just called hold and give though. Because Booker T's move from going sort of disinterested and not understanding what was going on into off his lips. <laughs> what is he doing? Booker T was my highlight of the week. Oh, I, I He was agree. on one this week. It was sensational. Even in the ring with the contract signing, the stuff he was saying on commentary, yeah. unbelievable. What was he saying about J.D. McDonough? He kept calling him J.D. McDonough, didn't he? Well, I've got the quote in, oh, McDonough was a stunner. Yeah, don't make that work. <laughs> he kept making noises as well, like just little like purrs from time to time, like a cat being stroked, lovely. It was wonderful. I think it's great. I think Vic Joseph is in an awkward position because he's been used to doing it with Wade. They had great chemistry and Vic Joseph was knew what Wade Barrett was like a wild tiger. You know, at any moment, he could lash out and be horny at any moment. <laughs> and I think just from Booker T's podcast and how he is, I don't, he's got like different mindsets of how he acts around different people. Yeah. If he was next to another wrestler, he'd be like that, you know, crazy guy that you see the, you know, the pre-shows and, you know, the good old TNA clips and stuff like that. But he's next to Vic Joseph and you think, all right, okay, I'll be like proper broadcaster here. And it's, it's this weird mix where he's sandbagging more than Thunder Rosa. <laughs> there was an allegedly. amazing bit. Oh, sorry, allegedly. <laughs> From the t-shirt she wore, right? 
Um, Vic Joseph, Booker, can you tell me about the relationship between Veer and Sanger? Booker T. How would I know? <laughs> oh, all right. And like, what well, Money Rose came out later on the main event, and obviously, like, and he's just like, oh, hey, who? Uh, Booker, I know you're really excited to talk about how whew, the positives of uh, uh, this lovely uh, hoo, hey, hoo, uh, lady. Hoo, hoo. Booker's like, yeah, she's a fantastic wrestler. <laughs> Booker's like, I'm not changing for you. Oh, love it. It must be really bad for Vic, though, because it is Booker T. It must be really daunting just to sit there and try and go like, let's have a laugh, Booker. Come on, let's have a laugh. Booker's like, no. Nah. <laughs> but he was this week by and large you have to go and, I know a lot of people don't watch NXT and they'll probably skip this part of the podcast no I think people listen to us talking about NXT because you make it sound like Wrestlemania X7 every oh, bloody week it is fantastic this week was a bit of a, a lull we'll say I actually like this week. I love it <laughs> love it you love the crap episodes I like the good episodes but I Booker was amazing this week and that's why the, the shift from disinterested apart from the two examples Matthew gave uh, into <laughs> just like being just off his lips was amazing mm. And why would he not be off his lips? Braun Breaker versus one... I beg your pardon. <laughs> Ross, I'll get it right for you. Come Tuesday, opens the show. Uh, towards the end of the match, Robert Stone tries to give Come advice on the apron, but gets shoved away. Uh, backstage, JD McDonough, congratulates Braun, and tells him it's not over between us. <laughs> Later, Apollo Crews talks to Braun in the locker room and implies that he's going for the title as well. Wow. Bron is buggered, man. We'll get into that a bit later busy, on. Busy Bron breaker. Someone can look into the future and has seen the future and has told that to Bron and Bron's John, Bron, it's over. Might as well just give up now. Just hand him the title. Yeah. Hand Apollo <laughs> Crews the title. But that opening match there, come was the cerebral assassin. He did the Harley race high knee. His, uh, his use of Robert Stone as a distraction slash weapon, mm-hmm. weaponry device at the start of the match was inspired. Uh, the Frankensteiner f- uh, from, uh, well, they called it a Frankensteiner on commentary, but it was just in the ring. It wasn't off the top, but it was like Cum was running and he just did <laughs> Frankensteiner in the middle. Of it. it was really, really good. They're still Frankensteiner, yeah. Is it still Frankensteiner? Because yeah. Scott's that, because again, you have to remember, uh, Scott Steiner is a freak yeah. and would just do it uh, running. That's oh, what's wrong with a guy running. I've had a Mandela effect right there. Um, but yeah, comes reversal out of the spear and his finish was very smooth. Uh, the stuff with the referee, the way he just like went towards the referee and was just like, meh, 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 meh. Made him like a bit of a tit after a good match, I thought. But, you know, you can't have everything, can you? No. It's a shame he didn't win. But I guess now that he's sort of thrown Robert Stone off the apron, they think come Tuesday's right to cut lots of promos. And I'm excited for the future oh, of NXT. God, that. See, look at you. Good. <laughs> Seeing the forest for the trees. They yes. saw coming that blazer last week and they thought, wow, that man can talk. So I'm excited for the future now because Robert Stone, it looks like they've split up, which is a, yeah, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Thoughts on that match? Uh, I, I tell you, Robert Stone, like all the men in your life, love you when you're winning, <laughs> leaving you when you're down. Eh? But yeah, I thought come looked more credible than he looked in any match yeah. his entire career here. Braun, God, he's a super worker. And quick, isn't, crowd, he? isn't it? He's quick, oh. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's some analysis for you. Bron Break is really fast. Um, the way he ran across that ring, it was like Mad Cat Moss, but a bit faster. Yeah. And it's just the, the pop for the spear. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's hit my very move. But the spear. And it's like, That's it. Yeah. No, I, I was amazed how good this was. Yeah. But then after, it was like, Why shouldn't that be? Bron's great. Mm. And then the two people going, I want your title as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's really busy. Yeah. Lots of forward momentum going in the next year. You know what you're getting? You know what you're going to build up to? Great. God, the momentum's going to stop, though. Do you see what time the standard deliver show is on WrestleMania? 9.45 9.45 a.m.? <laughs> Who's going to be going, wow? 
nine foot. Well, I know football fans are going away days, yeah, dude, yeah. but that's a bit different. No one's gonna be. <laughs> no one's gonna be stood up or delivering at that time. <laughs> Tired and complaining. That is mental. They must be going to do it in a very small place, I assume. God, I don't remember the show they did this year. Yeah, but that was early as well. That was a matinee show as well. Yeah, and uh... well, I mean, nine forty-five is not a matinee show, is it? That's no, just that's a just... breakfast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People were in the, the little pajamas. Bijou- Everyone's gonna be cosplaying as Wendy Chu. <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, does this also mean that come is he's either leaving Robert Stone or last last time we've had big matches here where Bronze beating them, like Gunther and LA Knight, they've left. They've gone the main roster. Guess he's been having dark matches before Raw. <sighs> Guess he was on Raw a couple of weeks ago, splitting people up in a big brawl. It was Bobby, it was the go home for Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was like, What are you doing here? Come was there. Maybe yeah, maybe he could be the fifth man. Oh my God! <laughs> Come in the cage. <laughs> they could read like fine. the sort of Kyle O'Reilly storyline with someone from the brawling. Him and Pete Dunne going in the woods. Uh... Yeah, writes itself. I don't know. But yeah, maybe you're on the simple there with him going to the main roster. Oh, no. Wouldn't mind it. Him cutting promos on the main roster is where it's at. The... Now that they've got well, allegedly got a bit more freedom, that's where it's at. The four Viking Raider. Because <laughs> he could be one. He could, to be fair. Yeah, he has got that look of him. Which you focus on a lot, his big forehead. <laughs> the world's biggest helmet. Wearing the world's biggest helmet. It's a helmet. second generation superstar you're talking about there. Put some respect on his name. One of the Beverly Brothers' son. <laughs> One of. Exactly. Was it Bo? Yeah, it was Bo, wasn't it? Zoe Stark's got to heal promo, explaining why she betrayed Nikita Lyons. She talks about coming back from injury and earning a title shot, only to get injured again because she was made to team up with Nikita. She didn't get famous by posing on the beach or dancing on social media. She busted her ass in the ring, which also is how Nikita got popular. Um, she is the <laughs> hunter, and everyone else in the back is her prey. It was all right, but I don't care about them feuding because they've only been together for like, what, three weeks? Uh, that's the NXT way with uh, yeah. female tag teams splitting up. Yeah. What was it? Tom's had yogurts in his fridge longer than certain tag teams. Um, what did Graham Sooness say that about a player? Says, what do you think about so and so? I play. Oh, I forget which one. Probably Paul Pogba. If it's gonna be negative. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've got a yogurt in my fridge that expires in the day, and that's more of a priority <laughs> than thinking about him. <laughs> I thought that they Zo- dig a flag in the midst. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Zoe would. This is gonna maybe be a ridiculous comment, but I think she's got too nice of a voice to be a heel. I was just like, <laughs> do you ever get? She sounds like a teacher. I like. <laughs> You know what? That's a good point. You know, when the teacher, the nice teacher at school gets a bit, you know, it's not having a bad day and they just start going, right, that's it now. I've had enough of this. To switch the lights on and off. Yeah. It's time for you to go and step outside, young sir. <laughs> I was getting that sort of energy from her. I did like the, well, the, the reasoning was kind of, it was it was all right. Carrying Zoe, Star, uh, sorry, uh, Nikita Lyons and all pretty basic stuff. I love the bit where she's just sort of being softly spoken, softly spoken. I'm undeniable. Softly spoken, softly spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Simply irresistible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? You really nailed it. Yeah, she's the good teacher. You're like, she's fine. When she gets mine, like, I'm taking you seriously. She's gonna have to say some pretty horrible things to get over as a heel. I reckon with that voice. I'm all right with the World Cup being in Qatar. <laughs> Boo. Right. Andre Chase calls Duke Hudson into his office. He's like, "Do you want to save me, sir? I want to know why he threw in the towel last week." Duke says he did it because he cares too much about Andre. And about Andre Chase University. If Mr. Chase is on the shelf, the whole university is on the shelf. 
If you want to say Hudson bleeds black and red, he's guilty as charged. And then uh, Scrappy-Doo comes in and he's like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm finished. I don't want to take up any more of your time. And then he leaves and they're like, you know, he's really growing on me. And he tries to do this thing. Goes, Hmm. He strokes his beard. It's a nut. He was. He knocked it out of the park there. Dull is no longer dull. Dull is delightful. Dull is Bodie Hayward. Delightful. Delightful. He is delightful. Oh, uh, he, I love your word. Play. He's playing. He's. Oh, that wasn't even mine. That was yours. You can own that one. Uh, he, he he knocked it out of the park. Just the way he's he's clearly trying to take over Chase U, but he's doing a wonderful job of disguising that fact. And the fact he left when uh, Thea Hale came in only natural. That's what everyone would do. When you go undercover, you got to remember who you are, Ross. <laughs> he couldn't put the poker face on for Thea Hale. The hatred is just that strong. But I, when he was like, he bleeds black and red, good, I'm guilty as charged. I got hairs in the back of my neck stand up when he said that. That was amazing. We all stood up on our desks. And <laughs> in the shit, absolutely destroy a job of tag team while Booker T goes wild on commentary. Oh, he was good in this match. Yes, he was. Uh, it was a shame they made Sanga change his attire, I thought. Yeah. I thought when he was wearing the little wrestler pants and the MMA gloves, he looked like the mm. hardest man in the world. Yeah, it went from like, I don't really want to do this. I think I'm doing, maybe this isn't the best thing to, oh yeah, it was good about everybody. You're right. You know what? Yeah, I've, I've been shown away by, well, nothing really happening, to be honest <laughs> with you. So I'm just, I'm as bad now, but I was absolutely fine with this because they absolutely battered That spot lads. where Veer is doing the, it's like, I don't know what the right word is. They're just a big throw. And the guy, yeah, yeah. it looks like the guy's supposed to take like a flip bump, but he doesn't. He just goes, meow, like a plane, just go nose yeah. first into the floor. That was horrible, but also gnarly. So it was good for them. Yeah. I didn't realize how big Via was. Uh, Via was. Or is it just because the other two were so small? He looks like he's near the, nearly the same height no, as no, Sanger. He was near. He was, the other team was far away. <laughs> uh, and after it was, it was good. It's like, we will destroy them. We'll, we're going to challenge you all honorably. And then. Creeper was like, we've been honorably. You battered us from behind, you guess. <laughs> I did like how well-spoken they were, though. Because, like, obviously, when Via yeah. was on the main roster, for the first portion, he was just like, I'm a lion. Yeah. But now he's like, Which is- I'm not from here. Yeah. I'm the evil big foreigner. But, yeah, now he's like, hello. Yeah. Politely, I'm going to beat you up. I like that. Yeah. The total package. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, both of them just be like, hello. Yeah. yeah. Namaste. Now I'm going to kick your head in. <laughs> Great. Love it. Ivan Isle warns the Creeds to focus on winning the tag titles, but the Creeds say they can't just ignore a challenge. Mm. So competitive. It's going to be a good match, that. And they've killed Martin Kemp, so, you know. Yeah. Where's, well, where was he at? Still in the hospital, I imagine. Yeah. At the pub. <laughs> in a backstage interview, Wendy Chu calls Cora Jade a salty and petulant child. I always hate when those words are used. And you're like, no one talks like that. <laughs> oh, this is a script, is it? <laughs> oh, so these scripts. Uh, she said mean things about Wendy that she hasn't heard since high school. So now Wendy wants to give her two black eyes. Yeah, I want that was the, the line there I wrote down there. She's, I want Cora to look in the mirror after I've given her two black eyes. Well, she won't be able to see very well. If you got Classic chew, that. Yeah. Classic murderous that. chew. She doesn't have black eyes because she gets a lot of sleep. <laughs> gets rid of those uh, crow's nests. Yeah. I was an all right promo. It was like going back to high school and whatnot, the promo packages we could see of a young Wendy Chew in high school played by the current day Wendy Chu but not disguised very well It's it's got great promise this storyline has is that Howard Stern did that when he acted as himself and he's like here's me at high school yeah it's just me whatever it's my film <laughs> please do that yeah. Shawn Michaels if you're watching have Wendy Chu do that while getting bullied at high school yeah. <laughs> Apollo Crews wins a back and forth match against J.D. McDonough <sighs> I was making himself the morning contender I was not expecting this I thought all signs were pointing towards J.D. McDonough, finally besting 
the big man himself. Ah. But apparently, no, Apollo, sorry, Apollo <laughs> is getting the shot, which I was very nicely surprised with. And he did that on the apron, by the way. He looked at the crowd and just went, Apollo! <laughs> and I my thought, name! He's done that for Matthew there, surely. <laughs> hey, whose famous theme is this? Too generic. Oh, money! Oh, it's that lad. Right. Imagine, imagine walking in the office in the morning just going, Ross! Sitting down, put your headphones on. <laughs> We're watching uh, King Ring 96. Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, here he comes now, Stone Cold. <laughs> I thought McDonough, though, was amazing in this match. I hate it. I hate <laughs> how good he is in the bloody ring. He's bloody generic and stupid and crap. And, ooh, the sexiest serial killer who... Get this, lads. He's working out backstage. <laughs> oh, what a creep. Wow, how mind-blowing. And he gets to the ring and he's great. I'm like, oh, all right, whatever. It's nice that they've turned down, as you said last week, I think it was, the, the, like the hanging upside down and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Whatever the sound effect that was. Yeah. And, I was, and I was just like, I could have broken your leg there, Axiom, but I, I just gave you a string because I'm a nice guy. That, that sort worked. of stuff works. That worked. But the um, stuff in this match here, yeah, the bump he took over the top rope where he landed on his hip on the floor was horrible. Uh, the acai moonsault was lovely. Yeah, yeah. The reverse, like the power bomb into a roll-up was liquid yeah. wrestling. He's the being on fire. thing, yeah. if you call it. Uh, and then Apollo's finish is like, it was... I don't even know what it was. It was just very impactful, though. Yeah, he, he went up to his ears and just yelled. <laughs> ah, and tapped out. Yeah, good for Apollo. Yeah, because he he's doing these little promos where they've de-emphasized the fact that he can see the future. And he's just like, I came back the next day to win titles or to win big. He can still see the future in my head. That was a fantastic. Like, I wouldn't be challenging him otherwise. Uh, so, uh, right. Gotta be in it to win it. <laughs> uh, big body Javi calls out Axiom uh, because he's a real jam-up guy. But the interviewer points out he's injured. So he calls out Ilya Dragunov instead, who's also injured. He calls out Gallus instead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are they still signed? Oh, I don't. <laughs> They're suspended. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't turn us for a good time, pal. Uh, Javi blames the interviewer for holding back his potential. So this is a nice little tribute, a wink and a nod to uh, Bret Hart's amazing El Dandy promo. Yeah, the jam of guy lines where it was like, oh my God, he's doing it. And then he was like, yeah. who are you to doubt Axiom? <laughs> oh, you big body. <laughs> There's a lot of like, oh, who, no one references to stuff in AW and WWE. That's, I think that's good. It's a like little reward for us, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it a, a bad thing because we're clearly like, oh, you've just copied that there? I think I think it's a little reward. I think it's an art of doing it. Yeah. You don't overdo it. Every week he comes out and he's like, there's a, there's a rot, rotten promo tribute. I, I challenge the Yeti. Whatever. It's like, all right, shut up, idiot. But yeah, now and again, it is okay. But hey, well, you know, FTR steal everything else from Bret Hart. <laughs> so big body, I mean, I'm the leftovers. <laughs> Imagine I'm kick your leg from out of your leg. Big body Habby's recruited into FTR. Love a recruitment storyline on AW. <laughs> the giant stable of FTR, big body Habby. <laughs> Apollo's eye, the red one. Uh, Booker T hosts a contract signing between Kamala Hayes and Wesley. It's a tense segment, but Booker ensures that things don't become physical because he's a gem of guy. And he's like, I'll, I'll beat all of you up. Save that T. drama for your mama. <laughs> I love that line. Um, I, there wasn't much to write home about here. There was just uh, Wesley looking a bit uh, like not sure of himself. Mm -hmm. Carmelo Hayes being very sure of himself, calling himself the lowercase G to Booker T's big G, which I quite like. <laughs> Man, he's, I think we say this every time he's given a microphone, but just, oh, the pair of them, Hayes and Lee, just like, sorry, get a grip, Matthew. Carmelo Hayes, like... He's just ready for the main roster, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just leave him. You know what, Wesley? I don't care about you. <laughs> He is, Hello, Royal Rumble. If he doesn't win here, which uh, there's a chance he might not, he's just spinning his wheels a bit. Does he need another North American title reign in NXT? I would probably say no. Nah, I think this will be the, the time, like I was saying beforehand, again, the big victory, the guy who's staying, Joe Wesley, like, oh, he beat me. Yeah, bye. Yeah. I'm crying all the way to the bank, man. <laughs> Whatever. 
yeah, absolutely great. Love seeing his development. And now it's even better. Now Triple H is running things. It's like, wait, hook up the main roster. And good stuff will happen to him. Bloody hell. Yeah, he'll keep the same gimmick. Oh, Trick Willie goes with him as well. I like yes. Trick Willie. He adds to the, the package. I mean, it'd be funny if like, he does it straight away. So Trick Willie's like, he didn't just leave me here, did he? <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Odyssey Jones, Eros Onofi, and Malik Blade are in a kitchen. I remember this segment. Uh, Odyssey, oh, man. can't wait to get back on the sesh. But first, he asks Blade why he always wears a sweater vest. Blade says it's in memory of his late father, who was a pastor and always wore the courageous designs. Then the boys leave to get on the bed. <laughs> what? Did this happen? I didn't see this coming. Yeah, this revelation from Malik Blade was a shocker. I just thought he wore the sweater vest because he was meant to be a nerd, whereas Edris was meant to be like a playboy sort of figure and it was yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a juxtaposition of the two of them together. But no, he said his dad was a well-dressed pastor and as he said there, just bought him all the best threads and that was the thing he bought from. So that's why he wears it. Very deep. Very deep. Thank you, Ross. Do you think that was a deep reason? It's like, yeah, but like, what's going to happen? Like, is he? <laughs> all I think of is like, oh yeah, something's going past it. It's like, all right, okay, <laughs> Reverend Devon. <laughs> that's it, straight away. Religious connotations, that's it. <laughs> I love the crazy gimmicks. Yeah. Oh, if Scripps starts doing like, well, as John 316 says, ah, it's him. It's him. Yeah. That's a giveaway. <laughs> and we go, aha, if you watch NXT every week like we do. To be fair, notes. Edris is a Deacon Batista type. It's got legs on it. No, it doesn't have legs. Shut up, Ross. They're a good tag team without the, the reverence stuff. Yeah. No, don't talk about the silly gimmicks NXT. <laughs> anyway, the Diad face uh, JB and BJ. Towards the end of the match, Keanu James runs out and attacks Fallon Henley, but gets knocked backwards into BJ's arms. Oi, 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 says he. <laughs> this leaves JB alone in the ring where the Diad pick up the win. I don't care about the Diad, and especially don't care about their bloody, they're here now, and they're going to do the thing. Like, <laughs> This is the theme, is it? And then um, I have to say, though, I'm annoyed. JB doing that clothesline thing where he bounces them from the outside off the ropes and hit them. I'm like, I forgot he did that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, that who, looks brutal. Who was it that claimed they stole it from them recently? There was someone who wasn't, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was, um, what's his name from AEW? Uh, yeah, from the... An older fella, I think it was, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, it looks it, yeah. Is it from the walk, walk, the war, I can't talk English. Oh, the work, work horseman. Work horseman. Uh, JD, J, yeah, J, yeah, I, him. In my head, I couldn't not say Warhorse <laughs> men. It's like, no, it's not Warhorse. <laughs> then I try to say it again in Warhorse. It's a bit different. Um, he does it and goes, yeah! <laughs> I thought the JB and BJ kept up with the GYV. I'm not I'm not calling them the, stuff, the schism or dyad, whatever. Uh, they kept up with them all the way through. The tope where James Drake looked like he murdered Brooks Jensen at the announce table was yeah. fantastic. And Keanu James just can't accept a no, can't you? They've told him no, the bar's not for sale. Uh, so she can, at least she's not going to have to chase you though that's the big the big worry for me is is that she's seen the real estate that is uh, chase you and she wants that and she won't just let it go but thankfully if she's going to keep like focusing on this bar chase you well, safe for now she's already got her uh, little mold. imagine if it's a plot for Dull and the Kiana Dull rifle gets in there yeah Dull and Kiana are in a relationship yeah yeah amazing now we run chase you into the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah can't wait for it well, I can't wait for also Shawn Michaels announcing the new Iron Survivor Challenge match. We'll see two of these at deadline. One for the men and one for the women. Well, thank you for pointing that bit out. Um, yes, 
Do you have the rules there? I do. Five people involved. Great. 25 minute match. Two right. superstars start. Mm-hmm. Every five minutes, another one enters. The most mm-hmm. falls within the 25 minutes mm-hmm. is the winner. So you don't want to be the last person in there. I assume there's going to be qualifying matches mm-hmm. to be one of the first two people in there. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. Uh, well, you win a fall, you get a point. You lose a fall, you face a penalty. And that penalty is like a box. The coal mine from 2011 has been brought back, resurrected. Oh, God. And you're put in there for 90 seconds. Um, and yeah, you just can't wrestle, obviously. So that's not what you want to do. Oh, so I might not be perfect. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, so yeah, there, there's the rules there. So it's, it's 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 taken a thing or two from matches of the past, and then yeah, yeah. It sounds like uh, King of the Mountain without the ladder, uh, but going for the emphasis on pinfalls mm. and getting victories and submissions. Yeah, interesting. It's been a while since I've had a brand new match type. Yeah, I was struggling to remember the last one, and I think it can't be the Unforgiven 08. Um, scram. The scrambles? Ambrose Asylum came after that. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? There must be other Mitch ones. The plant. There must be one on Halloween Havoc that was new, like the NXT version. Oh, spin oh, the wheel yeah, with the silly ladder. Whatever. Yeah, skeleton stuff from Wilkinson's. Yeah, great. AEW stuff, I guess. If you want to throw that in the discussion, the, the casino ladder matches and the rumbles um, and that. Oh, okay. Well, there can't be winners. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe we just can't have any more matches. But you know what? I'll I'll give him this and just see what it looks like. Oh, we're missing one, Dan. Dan looks deep in thought. I was like, he's going to say it. He's going to say one we've forgotten. He's not. He's not. <laughs> he doesn't give a monkey's. He's reading that novel. <laughs> India Hartwell uses Tatum Paxi's own protective face mask against her for the heelish win. What? She yeah. actually battered Tatum as well. Uh, backstage, Roxanne Perez suggests she may have gone too far, but then he says she doesn't care. She really wants to get a place on the Iron Survivor Challenge. I'm on Team Indy here in this little thing. I wish she's made it clear. Just leave her alone. It's a doggy dog world in NXT. You know, you don't want to have friends because friends just let you down. Yeah, Roxanne's going back every week. Like, be my friend. Be my friend. I'm on Team Indy here. And in that match, I thought it was great that Tatum, even though she's in, she's aligned with the Diamond Mine. She's not like a fully-fledged member, is she? She's like aligned and she trains with Ivy Nile. Yeah. Wearing like saucy stockings to the ring. <laughs> just like the creepy do the gym, one. right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I just wrote, yeah, Indy's a big mean bitch these days, basically. Uh, the hair maker was tight that she did. Mm. And then the ending, I thought the ending was a bit weird, but I think she was meant to stamp uh, Tatum's face, uh, face into the match to sort of hammer home the, the, the nose injury. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought it was fine. She did the old Will Ospreay big hammer to the back of the neck finish. Oh, right. That's the big hammer, <laughs> the forearm. Have you seen me watch <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I thought it was all. I like the new Indy. I like it. Yeah, any thoughts? You've taken the words out of my mouth, Yeah. Yay, Indy. Uh, we see footage of a hooded figure singing an empty performance center. It's Scripps, who is another lovely poem for NXT. Somehow he also commandeered an entire camera crew to shoot him in the NXT arena without anyone knowing, which I find fantastic. <laughs> I like the fact he was like, um, what was he saying? He's like, I'm coming back. So it sort of hints that there might be someone who was there before. Oh, he's coming next week, isn't he? Who else writes scripts used to be? <gasps> Brian Gowertz. Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> no, he never did that. He, he put that right on his podcast, didn't he? I have never written a script with that woman. I've tried to coincide the Bill Clinton thing with Bruce Pritchard there, but oh. it's not worked at all. It's not worked at all. It's fine. He tries I appreciate things. the effort, yeah. though, because he was in the 90s. <laughs> Mandy Rose successfully retains her title in the main event after Isla Dawn makes her debut to cost Alba Fire the match. Bloody hell. I thought, again, Mandy Rose having another good match. Wow, really repetitive things to be saying here. But yeah, she is mint. Yeah, I like it. Because Vic Joseph was trying to put her over comedy as well. <laughs> her defense was like the Italians. 
stereotypically speaking, in the football. Very, oh, okay. Not, very, very good. Not, she was the, just, not the battles. That was the only part of the match was Alba Five just trying to batter her and Mandy going, no, there's me, me invisible shield of power. <laughs> uh, but then Alba does that top rope dive to the floor where she did a flip as well. I thought she was going to die. Mm. She landed quite high up on her shoulders after sort of sliding down Mandy's very greasy right. body. Not naturally greasy, after that came out wrong. Yeah, body, oiled body. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Keep on saying Saucy. <laughs> Where's Wade Barrett when you need him? <laughs> yeah, she, she hit her and she, she, she fell down. You, go, mm-hmm. you could fry an egg on her. She's that hot. Uh, he would probably say if he was still with us. He still is with us. He's just on SmackDown. Uh, the throw over the top rope into the, the sort of barricaded area. Yeah. That, is, that wasn't the crowd. That was gnarly. And then the yeah. throw that happened after that as well. Um, Isla Dawn is the great Muda, we learned. <laughs> <laughs> she co- I guess it's a nice heelish way for Manny to sort of win and get away with another one um, yeah. I d- I'm not, the, she's the modern day witch is Isla Dawn no I didn't watch NXT UK I mean you didn't either I don't know what that means oh, the modern day witch is a witch not just a witch do they still just not sink when you push them off a cliff I think they're like witches with Tesco club cards and things <laughs> like that so they've adapted fair enough but I, that was a nice way for her to debut I don't really know too much about her so I can't really say anything other than she's I the modern say day much witch about her, Isla Dawn yeah type. All right, who is she? We'll have to watch next week to get more of the law. She looks crazy, though. She does. She was doing she? that sort of stuff like Victoria back in the day. Um, yeah, it was all. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It yeah. Was good. Yeah. Again, uh, Alba Fire wrestling. Like it sounds weird because I haven't seen her wrestle like badly or anything like that. But her doing those crazy dives, I'm like, oh god, yeah, she doing like icy dub all the time. Yeah. And the dub CP dub. Yeah. Always looks like her hair is very soft. I find. I have to know what she uses. Wrestling analysis. AEW <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. Poster boys. I thought this first match that. was the actual four-way for the title. <laughs> I got so confused. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara face Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli to open the show. And yes, all four of these men will be involved in the four-way for the Ring of Honor title at Full Gear. Pay-per-view, which is oh, like- no, it's Death Before Dishonor, is it? They will be involved at a <laughs> pay-per-view. I thought they were wrestling at the full gear. Is it on full gear? I'm sure this it is. This tag team will make I'm a lot sure of sense if it our was. man behind the camera will be <laughs> bringing up the card soon for the big question later on. If not, we're a bit buggered. We'll find but out then. But this was a nice, lovely little match where they did every little thing they could, which I thought was surprising because you thought they'd like give a, a taster, if you will, instead of doing bloody everything. But they had a sequence here that I thought was going to be the finish where Claudio got ready to swing Jericho. He's like, hey, let me swing the masked singer. And he's like, no, don't say that. Uh, and then instead, he got dropkicked by Sammy. And so then Jericho got slingshotted into the ropes, grabbed them, then did a sunset flip onto Claudio as uh, Sammy took out Danielson on the ringside. And I thought, that was a pretty nice little sequence. Yeah. And it was just midway through the match. And they yeah. carried on for like five or six minutes. You're like, okay, God. The early stages I've written down were just a big old dick swinging contest between... <laughs> Between everybody but Jericho, because they were all doing these big fancy things, as you said, then Jericho gets in and just starts in the Jericho stuff. And I was like, that's good from Chris, that good poo housery. Yeah. Yeah. Not swinging his dick. Um, <laughs> I like the narrative on commentary. That was uh, Ian gave it a test during a commercial break because we get to see those on fight. Ooh. Yeah. Um, where he was like, uh, Jericho's becoming the thing he hates. He's becoming one of the greatest Ring of Honor champions of all time. And then they had him repeated like when it came back on the air and it still didn't work for me. Because <laughs> when he said it the first time, Jericho was like just cheating in a very dishonorable way. And then it came back on the air and he was still cheating in a very dishonorable way. But he's one of the greatest champions of all time. Does that be taken into account with Ring of Honor? I assume it does. To fight honorably. To be one of the greats. I guess it... <laughs> you know what? That's a good point actually because 
I know what they were going for. Yeah. yeah. She thought it was funny how he gave it the trial run, then they said it again straight away when the show came back on the air. I was because, you know, he's part of the JAS. It's like, no, the Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor yeah. supposed to be against the JAS, and he's got it. Ooh. And he's getting all annoyed. So. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, well, Jericho did attack him. So it's yeah. like, it at least made sense. And they were like, yeah, you're doing a good job, kid. And like, yes, you are. You're much better than Jim Ross. So thank you. <laughs> you, you watch, appreciate yeah. your help. Uh, but watching this, not one iota, not one pixel, not one little itty bitty bit of tension between. Jericho and Guevara. And that made sense, Matthew. Because this was a meaningless tag team match where nothing mattered. So Sammy Guevara falling in line, luring Jericho into false sense of security. Oh, I, I quite like that. But when the title's on the line at the weekend, he's going to do it for the opening portion of the match. But when it comes, when time, you know, when the, when the moment, when the hammer drops, uh, he's going to turn on him and just win what the title for himself. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought that was a nice bit that Sammy did there, if he meant to do it. Just falling in line, like, because Chris wants mm. him to. That's one way. You know what? I think you're loving AW so much this week. I think you're making up stuff. <laughs> we'll see if it actually happens. Eh? I tell you what, though, the spot with Brian when he just takes all the hits from Sammy yeah. and then just goes, bosh, Sammy's down. Fantastic. I think Sammy's got a, a great role of being hated right now because a lot of people genuinely hate him. Do you see Even him when that? Andrade was, uh, you know, battering him. Uh, yes, I saw a little bit of him. And uh, where was it? I don't know, some sort of, bo- it was either YouTuber boxing or some sort of professional MMA event. I don't know. Uh, but he was they were, like, they were all on it this weekend. He was, he, was, really? he was speaking about like, you want to see me box? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, ask him again. <laughs> hey, you people are stupid. Want me to boo? Mild boo, <laughs> mild boo. <laughs> hey, I just, you know, give me a reason, you know. He could do it. Of course he can. Yeah. He can do anything. He's Sammy Guevara. <laughs> whatever he does he'll get booed so <laughs> might as well do whatever you want pal uh, via one of Sting and Darby Allen's charming home videos <laughs> we'll it'll be showtime at full gear backstage in the arena Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal aren't scared Fan- as, as Jeff Jarrett just talks all over Jay Lethal yeah Jeff Jarrett hates the production crew of AEW uh, thank god that Sting found Darby in that random body bag down a highway in the middle of nowhere otherwise the match wouldn't have been on would it so thank god he did must have some sort of he must have one of those Apple what they call Dan those Apple devices you Air, air tag is it an air tag you must have an air tag on Darby's gothy belt <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Jeff Jarrett's so mad at the production like didn't AW take all the best ones from TNA yeah, maybe yeah, that's why <laughs> 20 years of frustration Gesundheit <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sneezing that's alright you get it out of here better it out than in if you want to keep it in though say elephant repeatedly it works uh, next up, I'll do it. I'll do the lead bit. Next problem. up, we had Anthony Bowens versus Swerve Strickland. Uh, the line in the opening rap there oh. from oh, Jay Leno getting burned. <laughs> oh, and then quickly afterwards, as a start of the match, um, yeah, it's like a heart to go out to uh, Jay Leno, one of my close personal <laughs> friends who I've known for years, uh, since 98, for the third degree burns he sustained. So I was always, always like, uh, uh, <laughs> the story is a, a car exploded in his face and burnt off the left-hand side. Yeah, third degree, but it's like, okay, maybe like first of all, like, Third degree. No, that, that's a serious one. That's no, like, no. The acclaimed, though. Lol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jay Leno is a divisive character because of his actions to do with Conan and stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. But like, third degree burns, I wouldn't wish on he anybody. Pro- a big politicker, wasn't he, back in the day? Giving Conan... Well, Conan got a slot, didn't he? Then Jay Leno wanted the slot before, but a bit longer. I, I'm very not... It was... It. You know what? It would take a long time. But yeah, yeah, it would, yeah, yeah. More, more or less Conan that. was in the right. Conan got screwed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I thought, to be fair, oh, though, here we go. Yeah, the, yeah the, the music video that uh, the acclaimed produced, I thought that was AW. This is reminding me of like back in the day when it was good, like outside the right. box sort of stuff. Uh, the fake Keith and Swerve, the, the casting there was inspired. 
Uh, the captain Insano getting involved and him laughing, that was inspired have you as seen well. The Waterboy? Yeah, of course I have, yeah. Um, It's one of the few films I have seen. (laughs) Daddy ass. Then getting lost in the moment and attacking Swerve with his actual hands. Oh, Oh, do they really hurt? Is it a Swerve? Imagine. No, (laughs) no, shut up, you. Yeah, <laughs> it was a really nice match though. With uh, I like the story of Bones just kicking out everything until like one much was one move was too much for him. I almost thought like Swerve was just playing with them. Like you know, yeah. I'm way better than you uh, in a singles match, in a tag match, whatever, fine. But in a singles match, you, you ain't beating me. That's some throwback Absolutely. wrestling. That the yeah. Dudley Boys like fish up a tree back in the day. Yeah. Until Bully Ray became good and knew everything that was going on everywhere. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite line from the little rap? Mine was open the dirt sheets, telling everyone how esteemed you are. Only a snake would suck up to the media. <laughs> I, I thought there some really good bars in this. I thought it was funny when they called Keith a, what was it? A chubby little Cleveland or whatever. Oh, Cleveland Jr. Cleveland Jr. <laughs> that got me going. <laughs> uh, and also, the crowd popped louder for the acclaim, just that, than any of the lads in the opening match. Yeah. They did. They are amazingly over. They are. And long may it continue. One of the big positives of AW. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe was interviewed by Tony Schiavone in the ring. By the uh, way, Tony Schiavone's fully defined mullet oh, now. It's too it. much for me to handle, let me tell you. That is that is, that is a, a, what am I saying here? On purpose mullet? It must be. A deliberate mullet, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's it's, it's seen the old school gap being created by NWA, Power Vacuum, <laughs> I'm going to for that. Uh, says, Samoa Joe says it reminded him of an old colleague called Paul. He hopes their interactions go a lot better. Heyman. Well, that's a bit harsh on Tony if he reminds him of Paul Heyman. Because Heyman was in charge of, was it SmackDown or Raw when Joe was there or something? Or maybe it was a different Paul from Ring of Honor or Impact. This didn't hit for me. Triple yeah. H? Me, yeah. Negotiations with Paul, eyeball Paul? Triple H didn't have a mullet. No. I don't get I didn't get this bit. Yeah. Uh, that, Let us know in the hey, comments. Hey, references to the <laughs> UFA. All right, AW. But then Joe defends his decisions to turn on Wardlow, says his partner failed to recognize the most dangerous man in the room. And in fairness... That's what he did. Wardlow was there like, I'm going to take you and all the other titles. And Joe's like... He brushed past him as well I, a week before. I yeah. have your... Oh, okay. And Powerhouse Hobbs interrupts and says, maybe he should kick Joe's ass. And they're about to fight. But Wardlow's music hits. He comes out from the crowd and attacks Joe. Hobbs gets involved too and the locker room empties to keep all three apart. Ooh. Wardlow tries... Uh, sorry, starts taking people out. The Tark Order just go, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we care. And hits a huge dive on the crowd on the outside. I'm ready for this. Just three lads going, no, I'm the best. No, I think I find I'm the best. Oh, all right. Them's fighting words. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you fighting need to do, isn't it? Just the, then Wardlow just taking them all out as well. That was good. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe, just remind everybody, still one of the best promos. And, and a mixed reaction to him. Yeah. Because there's someone's like, wait, you hit him from behind? It's like, well, should be talking poo then, aren't <laughs> So it's like people are go, yeah, you're right. People go, no, you're wrong. Mm. And one guy called Paul going, hey, I hope House Hobbs wins. <laughs> Yeah, who do you reckon that is, Dan? Uh, how, how, like, some guy could, well, I reckon it's probably Triple H. Something must have happened there with negotiations with Triple H, maybe with NXT. He's the most topical Paul in wrestling today. Same Punk's real name? Phil. Oh, <laughs> I thought for not to be about him, so I'm like, did he forget his name? It's Kenny. No, Kenny's just Tyson, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. There's a video on the Cult Hall at Wrestling YouTube channel. Oh. AEW Wrestlers, whose real names are better than their, their wrestling names or something like that. I can't remember what it was called. So what's Tyson? <laughs> so what's Tyson? Oh, sorry, it was Tyson's full name. What's Kenny Omega's real name? Like, Tyson Smith, I think. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Tyson Smith. Right. I think it sounds like a proper wrestler. Maybe it's really just Kenny Alpha. <laughs> yeah, Tyson Smith. Oh, okay, cool. Born the 16th of October, 1983. Oh. 
Oh, I don't know why we talk about him. He's not making any appearances on this. <laughs> uh, Britt Baker talks about what she's achieved in just three years. She talks about helping to carry AEW during lockdown, something Soraya knows nothing about. Sorry, Soraya. Britt says she respects Soraya, but this business owes her nothing, and she won't be belittled. This is her house. So she's the face. She is the face. That's what I've written down as well. Yeah. Because she did everything she claimed to have done in those three years. And, of course, Soraya wasn't there while the pandemic was happening, holding it down. Um, and then she just waltzed in there and the fans were back. But then we find out later on that Soraya is also the face who likes, well, uh, respects Brick Baker, kind of. Uh, this is just two stars in the wrestling galaxy going head to head. That's what I've learned here. <laughs> they both think they're really fa fancy and famous and they're going to see who is the fanciest and the famousest. It's going to be very interesting, the, the crowd's <laughs> live reaction to this, this pay-per-view. I can see Britt Baker being overwhelmingly cheered. So can I as well. Yeah. I think that's good as well, though. I think Paige is a more... Well, sorry, Soraya is a more natural heel. Out the yeah. two. Well, I'd say out the two. Baker's got more of the, the comedy nailed down, I think, than Soraya has. She's got more entertaining lines. More right. Jericho heelish sort right, of shtick. Right, right. Whereas Soraya can be just more of a... <laughs> yes. <laughs> When in doubt, just make a funny noise. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, this is my house. It's not your house, though. Yeah. You just got it. Not yet, though. She could claim it. With a win on Saturday at full gear. She was quite as right at full gear. <laughs> Death Triangle retained the AEW trio's titles against Top Flight, the reunited. He was there, wasn't he? Darius? Back again. Uh, ready to lose, bless him. And AR Fox, who, God, I still don't know what the hell he did to not get a full run. Right now, the indie uprising of AEW and WWE the last few years, and he's still not got a contract with either of them. You'd mint. He was really good, yeah. Yeah, Pac gave him a lot of love in this match, so that was nice. Pac got a promo afterwards, daring a certain trio to make their big return on Saturday and try and take their titles. I mean, we told them we were busy, but obviously, <laughs> whatever. Oh, the Elite appear. The match graphic and the match is confirmed. That's it. That's how they're building the ones this pay-per-view. They had to do it's it somehow. Yeah. It's going to do yeah. well. It's going to obviously the better that they announce them ahead of time for the, the pay-per-view buys. Yeah, and okay. Um, but yeah, I thought it was all right for what it was. I thought it was okay. If they have, the, the Death Triangle have been creating an issue by themselves, though, I feel. Mm. The Elite haven't been there to say anything. <laughs> it's been great, hasn't it? Best build so far. That's, the match, I kid, though. I kid. Yeah, Ray and Darius, Liquid Wrestling. Oh, yep. Dante and Ray then took the piss, and then AR yep. Fox started taking the piss, yep. and then Taz. He was watching Darius do his stuff in the ring. And he's like, that someone said like, oh, Darius is only 23. Um, and he's like, when you're 23, nothing should ever be rusty or nothing should ever rust. And then Excalibur was like, um, he was in a car crash and was injured for ages. And Taz was like, Whoop. whoops. Tony Fine says we apologize as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm blaming, there is a lot of people in the AW roster, but it's just like, yeah, yeah Darius, look at his rusty like, He's just recovering now. <laughs> Really funny the way it came off. <laughs> Not intentional, obviously, but you know, it was really funny. Oh, they've got great, they've got great charisma. Yeah. Hey, Taz and Excalibur, they've been talking complete bollocks. It's good so. to see how good he was moving as well after going through that. Right. That can never be good, even if it's a little one. It's so weird, isn't it? Like how wrestling works. It's like so and so isn't here because he had a swing up, eh, car accident. So just wait a few months. Oh, here he is back together. Yeah. As if that's normal. Just leaves and comes back. Obviously, you won't see the hours and days of uh, recovering rehab. So yeah. It's been a while, though. I don't know when his last match was. I couldn't tell you about checking. Yeah. I think he was involved in the uh, Leo Rush thing. Was that when the house <laughs> fell apart? Because it was, you know, whatever. Oh, anyway. that's when they were trying to recruit Dante, was it? Was that? You know what? It, it... All the recruitment storylines yeah. get mixed up. 
Especially that one where it's like, aha, he's joined us. Oh, no, he hasn't. He's betrayed us. Oh, okay, the whole thing's fell apart. Oh, whatever. I did enjoy Pac just not doing not doing too much in the match. But he's all about cutting corners, isn't he? Yeah. He's all about that hammer. So I enjoyed that role as well. But it was a really good match. And uh, one of the main points about me thinking, oh, they're getting back on track now for a good I might. So, yeah. Yeah. Liked it. Likewise. Even if they're losing on police, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ethan Page beats Bandido, the progress and the what, 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 what? Really? Oh. Yeah. Do you mean the guy that they just signed 16 times <laughs> and uh, announced lots of times, obviously had him of a rush. Lost Ethan Page. I like it though, because Ethan Page's thing has been getting more serious and taking wrestling more seriously and being okay. considered more serious as a wrestler. And he's been doing that for a while now. So this is like a nice ascension. I think Ethan Page might be the heel that loses to the eventual winner. Maybe, unless he's going to be the heel that wins. It's so weird because I like Ethan Page. Uh, I think he's you know, a very good salesperson. I love him. But there's just been no build-up to this sudden push in the world. It's just been he won a, he beat a guy. And like I said, with timing and stuff like that. He cut a like, promo. He's like, I want to be more serious. And that was it. And, <laughs> okay. And he um, has been, to be fair, for weeks now. So it, Okay, fair enough. It's just surprising that Bandito would come in with all this hype, all this glory, and then loses to him. But fair enough. It's not as if they had like lots of other wrestlers that could have put in this match. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get your point. Like it is weird. Like making a you know, Bandido had such a good performance against Jericho, and he gets signed. Everyone's like, "Wow, that's good and deserved. He should be there because he's obviously one of the better, mm-hmm. the better wrestlers on the roster." And then he gets put in the tournament, wins a match, and then loses straight away. I see your point. I see your point. Oh, thank you. Uh, but it was, that's I guess, I, I guess Paige getting the rub off mm. Bandido. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Lovely image nice. you present. Uh, the power suplex, though, from Bandido mm. was in the conversation for Move of the Week. God, he's a freak, isn't he? Yeah. And then the re- the reversal out the avalanche ego's edge on the on the ropes to the, the Frankensteiner was, oh, unbelievable. And then I'm asking the question, Matthew, I want you to answer this. Why mm. isn't a body slam off the middle or top rope a finisher? Because that build-up for the finish, where he just did a scoop, page, sorry, pronoun boy, as Jim Ross likes to say, does, uh, <laughs> uh, doing the scoop slam off the ropes just into the match, it's like it hurt really hard. It hurt really hard. I'm good at the English. It hurt very much. <laughs> you know, I agree with you, as bad language as it was. Yes, you are right. It, it, I think they should build that up more because it's probably a little easier to do that than it is the bleed razor's edge on the top every bleed dying. God. But yeah, I'd like to see something as simple as that. Like, all I need to do is slam me off the ropes. Yeah. That's what, ah, maybe that's it. So that's, I was able to beat Bandido because I was going to the ropes. He's a bloody luchador. <laughs> Aha! Like, no, the slam. Braun Strowman's like, eh, at home. Yeah, oh, was, he's watching his match. Ah, I was right. <laughs> Early today, we get a backstage interview with Soraya. She says she's sick of the back and forth with Britt Baker and wants to sell it in the ring. Yes, no wonder, because yeah, you're losing on the mic. She is. Uh, she put her over a lot. Uh, uh, Soraya put over uh, Britt a lot. Uh, but that made me think maybe she's the baby face. They're just, they both like themselves a lot. They both tell the truth quite a lot in their promos. We'll see who wins. I don't know who's the heel and who's the face. I think it's meant to be Soraya's the... No, it's not, though, is it? <laughs> maybe there isn't one. Maybe we're going back to the Cody Rhodes Yeah, maybe it's style. like Cena Rock. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> Tony Storm beats Anna JAS and Jimmy Hayter confronts her after the bell, and they have a tense stare down ahead of their title match. Whoa, that's one way of calling it. A bit weird, wasn't it? She didn't have to come out there. She didn't have to do anything of that. She got her music played, though, and that's always a bonus. What a banger of a song. Didn't even have to threaten, like, backstage Loomis, either. <laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to this match. Jimmy Hayter's had a... A good build-up. Yeah. Not looking at you, Ethan Page. Say Jamie Hayter months and months and months of people wanting to be pinned, uh, beating people. So, yeah, because see Jamie Hayter beating Tony. 
Yeah, absolutely. It should be. I think it should be the way it goes because it opens up a lot more interesting things, especially if Soraya beats Brit and Brit's on a downer, and then Jamie wins the interim title. She's on more Isn't of a downer. Great, what a great show! Like, yeah. And then obviously they're going to split up because I, I I just I didn't like when Hater went back to when the the, the teaser split up earlier in the year mm. and Hater just went back like oh there's nothing wrong here even though you know there was there was so hopefully she gives her the beating that she should have had back then. Yeah. <laughs> it was Drop- a nice back and forth match though between Anna. Oh, so it was. Yes, that was one of Anna J. I think it might be Anna J.'s best match ever. I would I would just maybe put out there into the world mm, somehow. I can't think of any others. Yeah, really, that was a contention. And yeah, Tony. Looking good and credible, and get to do her highlights and stuff because sometimes she's done this, and people are like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, this is this is good. Yeah, it is good. You guys watching? Just wish you could talk with a bit more chutzpah. You know what I mean? She's a bit like, no, she's not. I'm not going to say that. Good. I was going to compare it to where Zoe Stark in NXT, how she's like too softly spoken. Mm. But that's not a valid criticism, is it? That's just a voice. You can't help that, right? I think it's, <laughs> there's always weird things though. Tony Storm, when she's talking naturally, she's like, yeah, she's got the cookies, but yeah, Tony Storm, me. Then she the cuts best. a promo and she's a bit like, yeah. I'm Tony Storm. <laughs> John Moxie talks about how much he loves to fight, saying he's sick in the head. Yeah, we know. That took a long time to say things we already knew. We knew he was a sicko. <laughs> we knew that about you, John. He's got to do something to get yeah. this up. He talks about MGF and Colts' return, the worst ending to a ladder match ever. That was the point. The firm rushed the ring, you were listening, Jack, and attack Moxie and Regal, but MGF comes out to save the day. He clears the ring and says he didn't want to do it to save Moxie, he did it because he doesn't want them to interfere in their match on Saturday. He cuts a fiery promo about how much he needs the title. And again, quote CM Punk's devil promo, especially at the start. Hope you can hear me, John, as you're lying there in pain. Yeah. Uh, Moxie has the final word, and the two stare each other down with Regal in the middle. What was that game on, uh, at the playground? Regal in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a bit there where they foreshadowed a bit of things, I reckon, oh. where he's cutting the promo where he's like, there'll be no diamond, diamond, di- diamond, dynamite ring, rest... Diamond no, I didn't do that, Ross. You got out of one breath. Dynamite ring necessary. Isn't that right, Will? Who is, I think we speculated on the pictures video, didn't we, that he could potentially go and think about using the dynamite diner ring, put it down, and then Billy Regal hands him some knucks to get the job done and align himself with, yeah. Mox, uh, with uh, MJF. That was good. The stat that Moxley brought out, that there was one win for MJF in the last six months. Obviously, he's been missing for a large chunk of that. Yeah, it's just, hang on. That's not not six months, though, is it? Is it six months? It will be. May? Eee. This year's flying by. Yeah. I'd, I'd ignore that then. Um, <laughs> the line about a kid playing wrestler. If John Moxley can say it. Awesome so, theory. Oh, so, sorry. Oh, yeah. um, uh, no shortcuts. Uh, MJF. Yeah, I like that MJF is still very much being a baby face right until the pay-per-view to make the what I think is going to happen. Uh, yeah. The turn uh, and doing something uh, to take a shortcut. Even more impactful. Although it, wasn't a, it was a slow start of the segment, but it, it got going and it was good. God, it really feels like we're just... This pay-per-view is just waiting for everyone to like lose their titles and the next wave, the next period of ring uh, ring apologies. AW, <laughs> hopefully not. AW to carry on. Yeah. Jamie Hayter ascending to the top, finally. Uh MJF mm. winning the title and uh, against Moxie in a match that'll be way better than the last pay-per-view. That needs to happen as well. Like yeah. MJF cannot lose that one. They've got to is there a way you can think of where MJF could lose that and just continue? He's lost so many big matches. Well, I say so many. He's lost a fair few of the big matches he's had so yeah. far. He cannot lose this one and continue his momentum, can he? I feel like I want a kickoff show for WWE now. <laughs> what do you think, Pete Rosenberg? <laughs> well, I think I paid to be here. <laughs> Allegedly. You know what I mean, though? It yeah. feels like the time is now. Yeah, the time is now for the next stage. We've finally gotten that thing. Um, the Elite coming back and beat Death Triangle. It's like, yeah, finally. It's like, all right, everything's sorted out now. 
bit rocky, but we know where we're going now. Mm. You know where we're going now? It's the next segment. What's the next segment? Hot Reese. What's the next segment? Hot Mailbag. I think we've been doing it for years. <laughs> Let's have a rummage in our mailbags. <laughs> ah, have a little old scrabble oh. around the mailbag. Number one. Good day, Coldaholic. Good day. Hello. I've been training for marathon running. I've been listening to dulcet tones of the podcast as I run long distances. Last night on Dynamite, I noticed a young man in the front row with the most glorious helmet hair I've ever seen. I was distracted during the Mox promo, as it honestly looked to me like his hair affixed to his head, like a Lego figurine or a Playmobil. The longer I looked at him, the more familiar he looked. Then it hit me. In September of 2009, CM Punk entered the ring in full Jeff Hardy gear and entrance song. I remember this. As the crowd realized they were being duped, this iconic crowd shot aired. Show pictures now, please. Do, 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 do. That's the, the AW Dynamite picture there. Anyone recognize that man from yeah, he May- for the Holly. when he was probably younger? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Is this the same person? The hair, the glasses, the general disinterest in what's happening in the ring. Also, the age would track. Do you have the picture of what you used to like? There you there go. Is go. that the famous man from back in the day? <laughs> he's watching this, I reckon he could either. That is oh, him, man. or he's furious. That hair. He, he's, illegally, he's legally allowed to drive a car without a seatbelt. <laughs> be safe. Um, to be at? fair, that would have been the style back then. What would that be, like 2011 or a bit earlier? 2009. It's 2009. He was in his mid-teens in 2009. He'll be in his late 20s now. <laughs> what do you all think? Look, we're doing this uh, detective work. If anyone knows in the comments, if the guy's watching himself, let us know. Yeah, he's all the way over there, so we can't talk to him. <laughs> on this note, I have often been distracted by the front rows facing hard cam on AW shows for a while now. It seems like there is always a lineup of white dudes who don't react to anything going on in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Helmet hair was looking down at his phone a lot. And after the main event, the entire front row gave a lackluster golf clap. It really bums you out to see the people with the best seats in the house looking bored, even when the matches are very good. At least no one in Boston was aggressively promoting their podcast. <laughs> is it just me, or is it bothering anyone else? Thank you. Nick from Los Angeles. Thank you very much, Nick. Wow, what a lovely question. Hope the marathon running goes very well for yourself, pal. Likewise. <laughs> so it's like, I love the question. It's like, run, run, run. What do you think? So do people on... The front shows of AW Bob. Sorry, just punched so, my ow. microphone there. So the people listening to this, it's the third. So <laughs> uh, they bothering. I'm noticing them. There is a lot of people. Not a lot, obviously, but the you know, the fact that you notice them more than once or twice. I mean, there's a lot in my head of people bringing up signs that are like anti AEW, and like, oh, it must be pro Cornet, and you're like. But you, you've got really good seats, so there must have and cost you paid you a, a lot of money, yeah. You're paying a lot of money to hate something. So I guess it is a fine line between love and hate after all that. But that's always struck me as odd, because why would you go to the show just to not enjoy it? But, yeah. Well, well. But never really bothered me, bothered me, because I'm having a good time. I've I'm never like, noticed them. I'll be really? honest with you. I've never noticed, like, it's just a crowd. It's just, I'm always just I'm always focused on the ring, the action in the ring. In other words, it's, it's certain signs sometimes catch your interest, especially at AEW because yeah. the signs are more creative. Like this week, there was like, I want Jamie Hayter to beat me up. I saw them. There's a clip for everybody to use. Uh, 
<laughs> not my words, the words of the sign in the crowd on this week's dynamite. Make um, that a Twitch notification. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. I don't notice them at all, to be honest with you. That's fair enough. Yeah. It's crazy because the like the quality of video we're able to watch wrestling at, we're able to, wow, I can see everything. I can see all the people in the <laughs> and they're bored. <laughs> I wonder if wrestlers are there, like, get annoyed watching their matches back and they're like, God, look, how, look at them. It must be like, because you think yeah. about, imagine how good you, people consider Rock and Hogan to be one of the greatest matches of all time. Yeah. It's not down to the action, it's down to the crowd. Yeah. So imagine if you're having a legitimate, what, you know, the masses would call a five-star match and the crowd's just like, people aren't going to think about it the same, are they? It must be so annoying. Right. <laughs> good point. Does it bother anyone else? Please let us know in the comments. Hmm. Hello, gents. Hello. First time writer, about two to three year listener, enjoyer, convoker of this lovely, girthy podcast where Matthew sighs in sadness at the start of every second. <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? Ross has the most lovely and infectious little laugh. Oh, you do. Something. And my <laughs> and my favorite pronunciation, emphasis on the word bitch. Can you give us a bitch? Bitch. Bitch. Bob. Bob. Just doing Rowan Atkinson now. You really are. Yeah. Bitch. And Jack has some random, yet surprisingly relevant story to any story. <laughs> Sorry for any spot fillers that may be present. You are all lovely as well. Especially the Energizer buddy. That is Tom. Uh, good comparison, pal. As an avid listener, I know that you all huge movie buffs. Oh. Yeah, we are. To a man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I finally watched the movie Inception, starring Matt Damon, the guy from Wolf of Wall Street who's never flipping leaving. Like, we all thought about VKM. Does Dan know? Dan Is that knows. a joke? <laughs> you know, it's Daniel DiCaprio, right? Anyway, whatever. Because the movie is about... Spoiler warning for those who have not seen it. Have you seen it? Oh. All right. And planting <laughs> ideas in the minds of others, it leads to an idea being planted into my head for a question. What is one idea slash thought that each of you would plant into the minds of the three big bookers? Ooh. Which is Papa Trips, Tay K, and Gato. <laughs> That's what we're all talking about now in 2022 of the professional wrestling world today. You only have to choose one idea for any of the three and not one idea per booker few, unless you all want to have the first ever sacred, tintillating, yet elusive five-hour podcast. <laughs> Keep up the great work of entertaining me during work hours, drives around town, or nights where I can't seem to sleep. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, this is Tariq from Miami, Florida. Please get the map out. Oh, great, the map. God, it's been a while since the map's been seen. The map, that map, the mappy, mappy. Wow. Map, knocking over all the stuff. <laughs> doing that. Pineapple monster, full of regret. Not again. <laughs> I um, can't drink monster anymore. Since I've turned 30, when I drink more, like a full can of monster in a day, not like just necking it down even. After over a few hours, I'm like, must be when you get a bit older, you just can't hack it anymore. I'm learning that. Yeah. But I would only be drinking these if I really needed to. But yeah, still feeling rough. Yeah. So... Thank you, Monster, for nothing. So, uh, Florida. We've already, have we had Florida yet? But we've Only you can Miami. read that right, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, There's a rundown. We have had a Michigan, Mississippi, Arizona, Kansas, Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it's Pennsylvania. <laughs> Washington State, Georgia, Atlanta, Connecticut, New York, Indiana, Illinois, a.k.a. Chicago Pizza, it says. I understand that. Vancouver, British Columbia. That's Canada. Southwestern Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona again, South California, California, just I guess all California, then I guess it was not South California. And now, finally, Miami, Florida. It's exciting stuff, isn't it? 
Wow, I've just read we'll an article. Them one day. Read an article from reputable source, Sports Kida. He's coming back. Wrestling will convince CM Punk will return AEW following a reference during John Moxley's segment on Dynamite. Who is convinced? Oh, because of this, the reference to, yeah, the, the MGFs. You hope you're laying there comfortably. Yeah, like. but, but who, oh, wrestling world. So it's just... All of us believe that. That's rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. Oh. Anyway, uh, so Inception is a good film, but yeah, there's a lot of part of like putting ideas in people's heads and going, aha, and they wake up like, wow, I've had this idea. Mm. I'm going to put the belt on come Tuesday, and that's how it would work. So it's, uh, They wish they would do that. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> But Heckenbottom's not on that list. Heckenbottom! Oh. All right. So Papa Trips, an idea for Papa Trips. So you can put one idea into his head to make him change something about WWE. Drew McIntyre beats Roman Reigns at the castle. Oh. No, wait, do I think that? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't agree oh. with that one. I'm fine with Roman At the time, team. yeah. Because I'm like, oh. But now it's like, well, he's still the best thing about WWE today. So yeah. Yeah. sorry, Drew. Uh, Sami Zayn being the one to topple Roman oh, at WrestleMania. Yes. I don't think they'll do it, so I think that's the one idea. Have, you know, Sami, him, just keep it going until after the Rumble, then something happens, and then Sami ends up, you know, being the, the valiant babyface. Uh, what was it? The heart and soul of NXT arrives. The heart and soul of SmackDown. And he's the one to take down Roman at WrestleMania. Wow. I don't think that will happen, but I wanted to. So very uh, much. Man, that's a good one. Oh, God, thanks. I'm trying to think of any of that. Even close to that. <laughs> Less Austin Theory? I think we're getting that. I don't even <laughs> Austin Theory's rubbish. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. All right. Uh, Dexter Loomis killed Miz. <laughs> In kayfabe, hopefully. Or oh, really. Oh! Yay. Uh, take a... Oh, Ooh. where do you even bloody start? And that's not me being negative. There's just a lot more uh, stuff to go at now. Wait, the big one would be just Ring of Honor. Shh. Yeah, just not on Dynamite, not on Rampage. Make Rampage go back to what it was, a nice little accoutrement to Dynamite, where you get a match that's set up on Dynamite, on Rampage, given time to flourish lovely stuff. I guess that's the big one. That's my one. Yeah. Stop signing people. <laughs> You've got enough. Uh, Gado. Wow, us big fans of New Japan. I know. So. I, do whatever made New Japan... Well, no, I know it was the Bullet Club. Was it the Bullet Club that made New Japan so cool and whatever was back in like 2016, 17 sort of time? People watching during that period seem to say so. People who were watching New Japan beforehand were like, get away. New Japan was fine before you idiots came along. <laughs> but it certainly got a lot bigger when they came along. It, over the West, certainly. Yeah. That's what I believe. I don't know because I... Yeah, my cool friends don't watch it anymore and I want to be cool. Yeah. I don't know if Sam does because that was my thing. Sam was the one, only one who really sort of like religiously watched it mm. he'd always tell me about what was going on and whatnot. so I don't know if he still does he's on holiday at the minute can't ask him yeah. he's in Loch, Ang Loch Angeles oh yeah you can say hello to some of the people that no don't do that <laughs> but yeah uh, so I wish I had a better answer for you but we haven't been watching it yeah um, I never did from that Wrestle Kingdom we live reacted to yeah. was it 2018's the only uh, the only bit I remember I remember was nothing when it, when it hit me when it was that was the one that says, all right, bye, Bullet Club. You're going, are you? Bye. Don't let the door hit you now. And I was like, I said to Pachidi, don't know if you remember this. So how do you feel about these guys who are part of a really big company <laughs> leaving to set their own little company up by themselves? Anyway, Matthew, do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> Only good bit about that. 
the guests they were like, Matthew, you'll you'll know all about this. I'm like, what New Japan? <laughs> I remember before that stream thinking I've got to swap myself up here and make myself look like an expert. I remember saying this to you directly, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, it didn't work. Just but just don't pretend to be something you're not. I guess that's the message yeah. of that story. Be true to yourself. <laughs> yes. So we all we all were three bored people going. <laughs> This isn't going to do numbers, is it? <laughs> oh, that's a good move. Fair. Thank you very much, Tariq. Morning, diddlers. Morning. Watching back the 2020 Royal Rumble. Ah, oh, Brock goes on a tear and eliminates everyone until Drew comes in. I'm unsure on your thoughts on this Rumble. One of my favorite parts is when Shelton Benjamin comes in and reunites with Brock. The booking of Shelton has never been the best since his first run, but made me wonder why they have never ran Brock versus Shelton. What are your thoughts on this? And do you think it could work now? And could they work it so they push Shelton further? Keep up all the work you do. Former Arsenal, Middlesbrough, and Celtic striker, Jeremiah Ali Ali Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, Ali Ali Take my <laughs> Jamie, Lancaster, England. Oh, let me get the map of England. Thank you very much, Jamie. Uh, why have they never run... Well, they were tag partners to begin with. So. For a short space of time. I right. thought there was so much Still more legs they could though. do. Because Sheldon was Brock's trainer, wasn't he, initially? And they obviously, was it room together at Michigan's something or other? They were roommates. Yes. So there's a lot of history there to go off. And I thought them as a sort of tag team, Sheldon could be there every week with Paul. Well, because this was back when Lesnar still had that, well, he still does, doesn't he? The part-time contract, but people hated him for it <laughs> back in that period of time. So because it, like, it could have been like where what Cesaro was for Brock. Because after mm. the streak ending, that was, I, saw it, I think it was one of Kenny's tours uh, inside the ropes. He was like, why were you paired with Cesaro and it didn't go anywhere? Yeah. He was like, Cesaro was mainly there or only there just to make sure I could be on TV every week to remind everybody Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker. So you could have something like where Heyman was with Shelton. Because I know Shelton's not the strongest on the microphone, but he's not the worst, is he? He could do it on his own, but having him with Heyman, like keeping Brock in people's minds would have worked, I thought, but mm. Shane didn't go there. And the match, if the, when the blow-off happened, eventually would have been a barn burner. So imagine Brock, when Brock's invested, there's nobody better, is there? You know, I think if they just did it, Brock versus Shelton like that, it would be meh. But if they go, oh, okay, like, if they go about the stats, he goes, I trained you, and never mind this wrestling stuff, they do it like collegiate style, or did like the one fall, sorry, one fall, but one pin yeah. to finish. That could work great. Yeah. They just did nothing but collegiate stuff, or whatever, could we see that? That'd be an interesting thing. Do Brock versus Shelton, it's like, okay. And then what, uh, what for the other... Uh, two hours, 59 minutes on Raw. <laughs> so, what about the story where like Shelton uses the one thing he didn't teach Brock Lesnar to beat him? Whoa! Brock Whoa. Uh, I only know three moves and <laughs> I've done rather well with them. So thank you very much. But yeah, it is it is weird because like I said beforehand, every time Shelton goes and appears, everyone from a certain period of history, if they watched him in 02, the team angle, watch him with his mama. Ugh. Uh, watch the him gold he, standard. Yeah, they got... Gold standard, Money in the Bank, yeah. all these different versions of him, world's greatest tag team, all the rest, and just gone, come on. That one time he had the promo, and, hmm. and that was it. What was that about? That never got clear. I know a lot of people happened speculate twice. online. Yeah, just didn't look like the microwave was on. Oh, have I left the cooker on at home? Hmm. It was a nice background on those Daddy shots as well. chips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, weird stuff. But yeah, yeah like many people, like, yeah, but Brock versus Shelton. Uh, With the right story. You still owe me money from when we're... <laughs> what do you mean, like two bucks from like 20 years ago? What, really? We're feeling over this? Shelton's like, I've got your nudes from 20 years ago. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I found them in your dresser. It's good. Yeah. No, be, you know what? Brock would sell for Shelton. Polaroids. 
<laughs> Brock against the dude his size. I'm not even bothered about you. I'm not even going uh, to blink. I'm thinking about my money I'm making off this match. A guy already comes up to his tits. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, not you. He's, he's so great. It's because he can't bend down properly. Too much muscle. Everything goes That's with right. him. Like, we can go. He can't. It's all. That's my rationale. Yeah. That's why I'm a wrestling expert. A wrestling gold, <laughs> some may say. But they trademark that term, so never mind, pal. <laughs> You know, it's been a gold. The people who send in the lovely questions week after week to the lovely, sexy, scrummy mailbag, you can be one of those beautiful people by sending it to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Greetings, gents. Hope you're all well. The theme of my email is golden errors. As unfortunately, I generally seem to miss the peak time for too many things I care about specifically wrestling, gaming, and football. My introduction to wrestling was watching WWE from 07 onwards, missing the attitude and ruthless aggression errors. Instead, relying, oh, so relishing, as to say, the anonymous Raw GM, heel Michael Cole, and Deuce and Domino versus insert random jobbers here. Similarly, my first game experience was James Bond Nightfire, rather than the far more funny remembered GoldenEye, late the party again. My football team, Legion United's real heyday, the 1970s, again a miss. Oh, bless you. However, an exception to this is international football, as I grew up to watch our last English golden generation balls it all up. With the 2022 World Cup fast approaching and a supposed new English golden era on the horizon, Southgate dependent, I thought that this week you should guarantee a three Lions win by improving the current England squad, <laughs> replacing the current players with their more electrifying wrestling equivalents to create a true golden era. Fastest thought first, no restrictions on gender, active, non-active, versus nationality, etc. Oh, okay. I've given reference points to each player in case Mr. Botchamania slash non-English videos need context. No insult intended. No, no none taken. <laughs> I've also picked a generic Southgate team. I must make it abundantly clear that I would not pick Slabhead ever. E.g., if we were doing Portugal's team, I would replace Cristiano Ronaldo, in brackets, ultra-talented egomaniac with MJF. <laughs> Due to their similar trait. Like leaving midway through. Wow, how about that? <laughs> Ronaldo has booked the ticket on the airport. We can mm. confirm. Wow, thank you very much, mate. Bloody hell, let's right, get this Dan, out of the way. If you can leave all that running, come on down. It's your time yeah, to Yeah, come on, lad. Dan knows the soccer. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, everyone. I'm Dan, the editor. When I applied for this job, I thought it was going to be about cults. Turns out it's a wrestling company, and I've kind of pretended to know what I'm talking about just to keep my job. Like, is come Tuesday a wrestler or an instruction? At this point, I'm too afraid to ask. Please forgive my lack of expertise in the following wrist piss. Regular programming will resume next week. Right. Goalkeeper Jordan Pickford, in brackets, makes, ev- makes very average saves that look class, absolute poo house, occasional botcher. I've got one. Go on, Do you want to start us off? Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say uh, Chris Jericho there. A bit of a poo house. Botcher. Ooh. Fast forward. I know. See, the football I can do, if it was reverse round, I could do it round like that. But Who's a poo house in football? What, in football? No, in wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I got confused with the rules. Uh, Eddie Kingston. Oh! I would have said it's the very opposite. Dan's Why making a statement on the oh, podcast. No. That's why Dan doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Round two, Luke Shaw, a bit podgy and pushed above better players. <laughs> Is it too soon to see Ethan Page? I can't say this about anybody, a bit podgy. Eddie Kingston. 
Damn it. Done. <laughs> a bit podgy. Oh, man. A bit podgy and pushed. I'll just go on the pushed against other people who are better go than. On. Strowman. Ooh, he's, okay. not, he's not podgy, though. But he fits you a little bit. Yeah. He's not a bit podgy, but he won't get on those scales. <laughs> Harry Maguire. A football equivalent of Liz Truss. <laughs> what wrestler has a massive head? A re- a Jordan Devlin. Oh. Uh, Jenny O'Donnell, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Albert. Albert, yeah. Who's just, who, who shouldn't be there, but is there? That's the story of Harry Maguire. Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> He's not even anywhere, anywhere at the minute, is he? Maybe he's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that then. Alberto yeah. Del Rio. John Stones, promising youth, but now on the sideline a lot. Ooh. That's unfair. He plays a lot for City in England. Go Austin Fury. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll go for someone who's in the in their prime, in the big time. Lovely head of hair. Darius Martin. Darius Martin. That's exactly who I was thinking as well. It wasn't really. Oh. I can't think of one. I'll go with Darius Martin. In their prime. He's good. He plays all the time. That's unfair, that comment there, I'd say. You said that was unfair as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, Stones plays a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Good in the ball. Barcelona wants Featured a lot with great hair. That's what we're saying here. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's got great hair. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it work. Quality knock one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll move on. Bloody hell. Right back. Trent A. Arnold. Amazing in attack, but can't protect those around him. Hmm. Oh. Mandy Rose. Yeah. Gigi and JC got wiped out before this week's show. That is true, yeah. And she was like, hey, you guys, hey. <laughs> What's happening? It's like, yeah, cheers. <laughs> oh, the pressure's is, got them. Yeah. I've been a bit oh, unfair uh, there. Yeah. Ted Biasi, just throwing Virgil. Get him. <laughs> if, if, you want it, if, you, if you're not feeling yeah. comfortable, Dan, you don't have to be. Pass. <laughs> I confidently pass. No, 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 the pass. footballers pass the ball. You're supposed to. <laughs> Jude Bellingham, a very young, world-class talent. Daniel Garcia. Oh. Yeah, he's young. I'll I'll put my MGF card in that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 God, yeah, he's disgustingly young, isn't he? Oh, is that lad AEW signed who's still at college? Has to finish his degree before they let him on the roster. Who? Oh, Bass. um... Bass Rutten? (laughs) Yeah, Davey Rutten. Um, Him there. Oh, so you know I've got that guy's name. Well, I get it if I search AEW college. Yeah, AEW signs a young'un. Signs. Got people at home are screaming, aren't they? Parker yeah. Bodo? <laughs> Nicholas? <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a match going for him? <laughs> the youngest book, it says. Yeah, but Parker Bodo, that's the only one that's coming up. I know you don't mean him. Or do you mean uh, him? No, if he doesn't come up, I'm picking him. Nah, God knows who you mean. Oh, whatever. Parker Bodo it is. Sorry, pal. <laughs> whatever. Oh, um, what's his name? Caden Carter? Caden Carter. Uh, oh, uh, from NXT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two dimes. He's like 12, oh, isn't he? Caden Carter's from the Cowie Girls. You mean Stax, Chayton. What's his name? Something Ch- Carter. Ch- I would just know him as two dimes. Yeah, two dimes. Oof. <laughs> Brutal, that. <laughs> this is a uh, <laughs> Declan Rice, a good player who should be a better, should be at a better club in a better career position than he is. Matt Cardona. Oh, okay. There was rumours this week I saw on the internet web saying that Triple H might be interested. I'd, I'd be game for that if you can be Matt Cardona. He was posting uh, belts he'd won. Uh. Like him and win the IC belt at WrestleMania 
crap. 32. Yeah, there we go. If he could be Matt Cardona, I'd love to see him back. But if he's going to be Zack Ryder, ugh. Right. Ugh. Big difference. Uh, I'll pick AR Fox. Yeah. I'll go Miro because he was billed from one country and then went to another, didn't he? So that's Declan Rice. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Declan Rice? It was oh, Republic of Ireland, wasn't he? Yeah. And then he got, left. Yeah. Oh. Not, Jack I, Grealish, I think he's that? got parents or grandpa, a parent or a grandparent that was Irish. They get really. Yeah. Uh, he sounds like a cockney. Oh, I guess, okay. guess he grew up here. Raheem Sterling moves like nobody else in history. Tamatonga. Okay. Moves like a spider. Good, like the demon, like a demon, I think I compared him to a few years ago. Mm. When he goes around the ring. I remember you saying that. Ray Mysterio, little fella. Is Raheem Sterling not a big lad? No, he's tiny. He's tiny, really? Yeah. Little boy. I watch him on a big TV. So <laughs> and he's, next al- to him. he's always really close to the camera. <laughs> um, who's got who's got in their feet? Who's got great footwork, are you saying? Oh, Pac. Christian Cage. Best footwork. <laughs> yeah, he walks. Fast as he walks, he gets paycheck. Uh, Phil Foden. Young Gazza, Mark II. Oh, but you've be careful here, I guess. Um, <laughs> just who go, who's, who's young and proper bloody talented? At their craft. Just all the wrestlers now. Well, actually, no, it's not true. Though. Wheeler Yuta, I'll go for. That's a good one. Yeah. Let's pick the energy up. <laughs> I'm thinking. Oh, I want to make it good. Young Gaza. Oh. Can't have any dead air. I'm going to fill all Seth, the dead air. Seth Rollins, because he dyes his hair. And Phil Fallen dyes oh, his hair. Hey, he's got yeah. 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 Tyler Bate. Bate. <laughs> is he still young? Of know. course he is. He just looks old. He's had a hard two years. <laughs> um, okay, Osaka. Haunted by a previous mistake. Shockmaster. Where do you start there? Oh, yeah, Shockmaster. Uh... Haunted by a previous mistake. Who still gets it thrown at them in the world of wrestling today? Dana Brooke. Whatever they did. Yeah. Corey Graves, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a hard one to answer. That well being a bit Drew of a Drew McIntyre not winning it. The castle. Uh, uh, Jay Uso. Oh, yeah. Usi. That's thrown in his face all the time, the poor get. <laughs> Interesting video here from Wrestling Observer. MGF pre- praises, to- praises Tony Khan in post-AEW Dynamite promo. Ugh, makes you sick, doesn't he? He's it? gonna give him the title, isn't he? Whoa. Yeah. Dan? I was gonna say Jeff Hardy, but it's a bit dark, isn't it? <laughs> but Jeff Hardy, I guess. It's a good pick though. Yeah. And striker Harry Kane. And it says Captain America put English and with a lisp. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Swan? Jack Swagger. That's what I was saying. This is the first thing I can oh, get whatever it's going now. <laughs> who else has got a lisp in the rest? Oh, who better than Kanyan? <laughs> oh, Oh, that's where we end the segment. Oh. End the pain. All the best lads. <laughs> the ghostly ancestors of Celestine <laughs> Barbario. We rise each Halloween to spread the news of our great grandson's magnificent calves. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, thank you very much for that. Fa- oh, sorry. AK Alex from Leeds. <laughs> I read that bit. Thank you very much for the Reese's Pieces. An amazing one this week. <sighs> We're about to bring in special guests. I apologize. The forbidden door has been, <laughs> has been shut in the face. Once again, of Reese's Pieces, and you can send your Reese's Pieces or your crazy thoughts, no matter how convoluted, to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics! The question. That was a rough Reese's Pieces, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
Don't worry about it that. It was a Reese's Pieces of two halves. That was unfair for me to put you in the spotlight like that. <laughs> and both those halves were rotten. Uh, but before we get the big question this week, so a lovely, lovely, lovely shout out to our producers, Jacob Castle. Castle. Chris. <laughs> Chris Ruth. Ruth. It's Ralph. Ralph. He's the Ralph from the South. Buddy. Buddy. Murphy. Reno. 2200. Nick Harvey. Harvey. And Noah. Anderson. Pause. Anderson. I can't believe we're still doing that. Keep looking at Every week I hope it goes. (laughs) Ah, It's been a big week for wrestling and talking, but still just a little bit more of the podcast. And it is this week's big question. What or what or what? Is the best match an AW full gear going to be? Yeah, you've pulled it round. Oh, uh, I thought you forgot the going to be bit. I was like, oh, I no, haven't no. seen it yet. <laughs> what was <laughs> Time Travelers? Let's go through the list from the top Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs, a three way match for AW's TNT Championship held by Wardlow. I want that one to be the best match of the night. I want to see three massive men just hit each other really hard. Uh, oh, I should point out this is before the Rampage, before the pay-per-view. So we've got had a few more matches on it. Yeah, we've only got 11 at the minute. They're normally around about 15 oh. to 17 range, aren't they? <laughs> got more matches on the Barbie. Uh, Death Triangle taking on the Elite. Yes, they're back. One, the of, the picks, World One of the obvious picks for match of the night. Yeah. Against Pac and Kenny. So at least they've had bangers in the past. Mm. And... Bangers in the past. Ooh, looking forward to you now when I get home. And uh, yeah, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. I, I think they've had a few good matches in the past. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Steel Cage match. Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy. I think that'll be more storyline driven with Christian doing stuff at ringside. So that might keep it, in terms of sheer star ratings, keep it a bit further down than it might have been otherwise. That's was, not a bad thing. That, that's yeah. a good point. But I was particularly impressed by their singles match they had on Dynamite a few weeks yeah. ago. And... I think they're going to have a banger. Yeah. I'm looking forward to More it. sausages. Go stop saying banger. I'm you, Seamus. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, Team TNA, versus Sting and Darby Allen. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be bad. Jay Lethal's good. Jeff Jarrett, he's still got the best working punches in the world of wrestling today. Yeah. Uh, the other two, obviously, can still do it. What will Sting jump off that's really high this time? I can't wait to find out because it seems to happen every AEW pay-per-view. So he finds somewhere different to fall. Or jump, sorry, not fall. He's not. He's not Tyrus. No. He's not Tyrus. Oh, <laughs> few wrestlers are. Ross. Uh, it'll be something. <laughs> uh, Britt Baker, DMD versus Soraya. That'll just be a fight. Fight night again. I'm now just, in Donny Brooklyn. I'm just looking forward to hearing the reactions of the crowd. Yeah. Oh, there's this previous emailer has said just a board, <laughs> head of helmet lads <laughs> watching. Jay Cargill versus Nyla Rose for Nyla's AEW TBS Championship. I've got a feeling that one will be over quite quickly. I feel like Jay's just going to flatten it and then just like take the title back. I think that's what might happen, in my humble opinion. I know nothing. What do you think, Matthew? I also know nothing. I hope it's competitive because Jade's just bad people daft until the right person's come along. And then yeah. go, well, okay, can Nyla just be doing it then? So... Like, you know what? I'd be all right, though, if Jade won. It would be quite interesting if somehow Nyla's still left with the title. She might lose the match. because She probably still should lose the match with the streak in mind. But if she left somehow with the physical title, that would still be quite fun. Yeah, Jade wins, man. Let's keep the title. <laughs> um, four-way match for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yes, it is this weekend. Mm. Uh, Jericho versus Danielson versus Castagnoli versus Guevara. Um, in a weird way, though, because there's no story to that, 
it's just like, okay, that's gonna be a good match with that title on the line. Eh. There's a little bit of a story with Jarek going Guevara, will Sammy fall in line and just do Jericho's no, work? No, no, you've made up this story. No, there was, a, there was a promo last week where the Jericho was like, what the hell was that? It's Chris. <laughs> there was this, there was a promo last week where Jericho was like, yeah, you're going to fall in line, aren't you, Sammy? And then Sammy was just, after Jericho walked off, he was like... That's me. One promo. What? And then back to it. Like, there's not even a slight... That's a bit of story. Will Sammy fall in Whoa. line or not? And I think he won't. I think you'll turn on Chris Jericho and maybe walk away with the title for that heat, brothers. <laughs> Actually, at this point, I'd be all right with that happening because the Jericho beaten previous Ring of Honor champs has just gone out the window now. Yeah, but what can they do? Again, I thought that like guys like Homicide lined up or whatever, and it's just like, no, how about a former Ring of Honor tag team champion? <laughs> oh, God, never mind. Oh, abandoned ship. Uh, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Yes. Very much looking forward to this. Yeah. AW Women's World Championship. Jamie Hayter's time to shine. Yeah. The story, I hope the story goes right. Because I, th- I, I feel like the right thing to do now is for Hayter to win and mm-hmm. obviously throw it in Britt Baker's face a bit after she loses to Soraya. Because uh, you can't have Soraya losing her first match back after so many years, in my opinion. Uh, but I don't know. They might do that. But yeah, it's going to be a good match. Mm. Yeah. Ethan Page versus To Be Determined because... Uh, Ricky Starks hasn't wrestled his matches yet. Yeah. That's why it's to be determined. I think it's Ricky Starks going to win the, the whole thing. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. If that's the match, it'll be good. Unless they do what Ricky Starks did at the last pay-per-view and get this massive build-up and then have like a four-minute match. What was all that about? Uh, that time really issues is what they say, so which is slang for the elite one as long as they uh, wanted to. Uh-huh. Uh, the Acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory. Nice. The rubber match. Swerve's going to get bad there, isn't he? By Keith. I, I hope we get the bit where Swerve's about to use some sort of horrible device or cheating. Yeah, on the acclaimed. <laughs> and then Keith has to make a decision and he's just going to go, I'm okay with this. Yeah, indubitably. Indubitably, yeah. <laughs> it's just a big posh word and then just hits him with a spanner. Yeah. It hits him with a dictionary. <laughs> Not a dictionary, a thesaurus. No, put down the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> Spam. John Moxie versus MJF. A singles match for the AW World Championship. This is MJF's Casino Ladder Poker Chip cash-in match. Cashed in beforehand. High drama. Mm. I think it's it's in the conversation, but I don't think it will be. But I can't work out in my head what will be the best match of the night. I've got my heart saying the, the three big men slapping their meat just because mm. I like that sort of thing. Uh, with some flippies and floppies, obviously, from the likes of Wardlow, who proved he can't do that on this week's mm-hmm. Dynamite. I'm not disregarding the flippies and the floppies. Uh, Death Triangle and Elite are going to be up there, obviously. Their first match back in a while is going to be a Bobby Dazzler. Um, no, they'll else? be rusty like Darius Martin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Storm, well, you could say backstage, there's been a car crash recently. Uh, oh! Uh, Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter is in the conversation, as is the acclaimed, as is if it's Ethan Page versus Ricky Starks, as is the main. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot. Of yeah, there's there. a lot. Like, yeah. You know what? Like, if you watch the bit, well, if you watch every episode, like we have, like because we're nerds who watch wrestling, <laughs> you're being guilty of thinking it's a bit of a weak lineup. Now you look at it going, wait, no, this looks like really good. No, it, yeah, we have there's some stories that I'm like could be better, sure, but as far as match quality goes, yeah. Uh, there hasn't been a bad AEW pay-per-view so far and we're three and a half well three and a bit years in I mean you need that tier list the, the, the last one with Mox MJF that was yeah um, there has, they've not been bad though have they they've been just oh, worse, out bad. That's the worse than the rest that's the closest that they've come to a proper bad show yeah. in my opinion but no this one I will be getting my money's worth of this I've never felt disappointed by watching one of these so 
yeah, I'm sure there'll be three or four more matches added. I don't know what they are off the top of my head. I I think that's a good card. If they left it like that, I'd be happy. I know they probably will add a match or two after Rampage, but... Yeah, but that's like, you know, Chris Tarrant holding a check for a check for underground. But we don't want to give you that. <laughs> be something else happening. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to talking about it with yourself next mm. week. I don't know how you'll have the time to do so because you'll be getting uh, this ready. You'll be getting the first episode of... Um, Oh, that brand new football podcast. Oh, uh, what's I, it I don't know again? if there'll be a podcast, but there'll be a tier list going on youtube.com forward slash at hold and give there where we go. go through the World Cup kits. I might start doing a couple of videos like True Jordy used to do back in the day. Oh. Try and steal his thunder. I won't do it like <laughs> Not that thunder, the other thunder he had any years other week, ago. Any other period of he, history. He can, he can keep that thunder. I'm on about the other thunder from years ago. Yeah. Um, so that's just the keep, lightning. If you like football, that'll be the channel for you. And we'll try and make it work in a way, but it's just going to be in my spare time at the minute, and I'm fine with that. Gives us something to do on the weekends. Yeah, keeps you <laughs> off the streets. Yeah, it does. Um, but as well, there's oh, there's all voiceovers I was doing this week, so nothing to promote for me Fantastic. this week. You, me, I will be getting a video out of the way. Ooh, lovely, lovely, scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. And then I am doing something I haven't done in a while, and that's rest. Walking in a massage and Whoa. a visit to Madame. Uh, sensory deprivation chamber. For whether you've got some sort of domination or something. <laughs> be great. Oh, yeah, here's the details. Yeah, whatever. It's going to get beaten up. I'm uh, going to Madame Whippy Cheney. <laughs> or William Regal's old flames. <laughs> yeah, just to, to chill and relax. So, is that when you you sort of, you get, it's like an egg, but you you're yeah. sort of, the water suspends you in the air. Yeah, it's so salty. It's oh, like like the Twitter fans. Of this, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you just, you float. Float naturally, and it's you have to get washed beforehand and afterwards to make sure you're not going to clog it up and all that. Mm. And you just put the thing over your eyes, your ears, and it's. You done it before? Yeah. What's it like? Really relaxing. How long does it last? For? Well, that's the thing. It lasts an hour. I think it lasts longer, but I think for it feels like several hour. days. It, the first, because it plays music for a bit, and then it just goes. It gets you segued into it, and then it just. You fall asleep? No, but then those ten minutes feel like ten minutes. And the bit without the music feels like it's just silence. half a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like nothing. There's no sense. And it's just yourself with your thoughts. And I did that. I did that during lockdown. God. Did that. And then um, came out. I was like, oh, are you ready? Yeah, are you good? He's like, yeah, yeah. I've got some stuff. And I get back home. The guy was like, yeah, you're not going to do anything the rest of the day. No, you're done. I'm like, don't be daft. I've got some you know, wrestling to watch or whatever. I got in and I just sat like that. <laughs> On my couch, and was just like, okay, it's Amazon Prime, put anything on, and just like, I think I'll watch something else. I think I'll watch, because just, you're nothing, got nothing. Does it like force you to switch off? Because that's, that's yeah, my brain's just, always going like that. Exactly, well, that's why I think you should have. So that's why I'm doing it, because it's, I've not done that for a while, and I'm just feeling very worn out right now. December's going to be very bloody busy for everybody, and I'm like, now's the time just to, you know, put it, put the handbrake off. off it's good that you, you know, know I mean? that, though. You know that you need to put the handbrake yeah. on. It's good that you know that because some people don't, do they? Rock, 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 never stop, stop, stop. I mean, yeah. no, stop, stop, stop. Never, never rock, rock, rock. You got to stop, stop, stop. Exactly, sometimes. mate. So, yeah, that's me. That was wow. I wouldn't know a few cruise places, but I don't we have drown. to stretch this podcast out. <laughs> I think it's impossible. <laughs> <That's> but... <laughs> I drowned in a sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> Did you notice you were drowning? No, I didn't notice anything. <laughs> that's the idea. Um, yeah, again, sorry for the little technical issues we've had. Uh, it's obviously not been the longest one we've ever had. We've had a lovely time, though. No hope I think I've covered all the ground we've had to cover, though. Certainly. Why, aye. And Jack will have something 
Lovely and scrummy, no doubt, on his YouTube career here at Colorholic as well. <laughs> that was supposed to sound sarcastic. I'm sorry. Uh, Bubba Jack will be doing nothing like next week. And Dan will be, what would you be doing, pal? Learn about wrestling. Learn about <laughs> wrestling. No, I feel because it, it's weird when you sat on the camera, so I shouldn't have done that to Dan. He he's did a great job. He's not used to it. He did well. He's only blushing a little bit, Ross. He's absolutely <laughs> fine, magnificent, almost as magnificent as the lovely people on patreon.com forward slash coldaholic and the people sending questions to mailbag at coldaholic.com. We're going to say goodbye and uh, was, was, can you make a do after we beat Pack this weekend? Good night. Adieu. Good night. Well, and adieu. Farewell. Good night. Hitty pet. Bang. <laughs> yeah. Ta-ra. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.